and I'm all out of bubble. If you want to be a, a wise guy, you can do it anyway. If you want to be a strong man, you can do it anyway. If you want to be an Indian chief, cowboy, you can do it anyway. You can do it in the moment. internet icon the pride of the pilgrims the most honest man in all of podcasting handsome jackie jones off my right hand man my audio soulmate and the enforcer of the headyverse one inch biceps the power goat yeah yeah and joining us he may be wondering why he's joining us after the introduction but we have former wwf personality a very cool guy you could tell he's got the nice pac-man shirt which yeah, goes man. right up Inter's alley. Oh, yeah, Davis. most definitely. Very nice. My son outgrew it, so I, I get his hand-me-downs. Oh, well, all right. Well, that works. Your son's uh, getting very popular. He's, he's, he's the famous one now. Yeah, man. He's, uh, he blows me away, like, resume-wise. Um, yeah, cr- kind of crazy. And, and um, I gotta, I've never hit him, but I'm going to hit him <laughs> soon, um, just because it's probably the last time he's going to be able to kick my ass in a couple of weeks. He's filling out. He's big. He works out. He, uh, and I'm shrinking. Well, you're a good looking man here, I think. And, and it's good. It's a good thing to catch you here on video. You're, uh, telling everyone that you're going to hit your son. That's always a, a good yeah, thing. Yeah. You know, come on. <laughs> Not like none of us got hit. <laughs> So uh, before we get into the event, I do want to ask, how did that all come about? How did your son, you know, start uh, start getting out there in the world? It's on TV. I, I, I bought him on eBay. He was, oh, okay. uh, he had a couple line. of good credits and I figured I could work with it. Now, um, <laughs> you know, it was just obvious. He was like three years old. I had stepped away from acting and writing because I couldn't get a mortgage. So I, I got a real job. Always thinking I could always go back to it. And when he was three, I was like, oh, my God, this kid is going to make way more money than I'll ever make. And uh, that's where I got to devote my time. So I only recently got back into it. Um, 
he he uh, he kills it. I mean, he's the funniest thing is he's had big movie credits. Union. He was um, in a film that was nominated for Best Picture. He played uh, Kevin James' son on the, you know, that show only lasted two years. Kevin can wait, but he was one of the stars. He was, and he was on Disney for three years on their highest rated show. Um, but the big thing, everybody. And he made, he only made like, I swear to God, he only made a thousand dollars, but he did that Cam Newton commercial mm -hmm. for a place 60 back in 2012. I'm excited for next year because I know the NFL is going to do something with him on the 10 year anniversary. Um, but that's, you know, more people have seen that worldwide than anything else has ever done. And he's done big things. That's pretty wild that, you know, the, the commercial gets out, I guess, because uh, why do you think that is a commercial uh, is so popular? Um, well, I think, first of all, you know, the NFL is is a huge audience. What what does better TV ratings than the NFL? And so it was seen by many. And the commercial is so funny. He so nailed it at age seven. Um, you know, I don't know if anybody just Google. Cam Newton plays 60 and watch it. And anybody that watches football will say, oh, I remember that commercial. It's, it's almost nine years already. Um, and it was this little kid kind of um, trash talking um, in a, in a laid back. What, what's that word? What's that phrase? Nonchalant. Some, something aggressive. Oh, um, passive aggressive. Passive aggressive way but it's hilarious. And Cam's reactions were great. And, um, and it, it, it debuted Thanksgiving day on the NFL on all, and it played every game for like the rest of the season. It was even in the Super Bowl that year, they didn't count it as a Super Bowl commercial because it had already aired. Um, and, and they showed it right before kickoff, which, means it's technically not a Super Bowl commercial, but it won awards. He was interviewed um, by ESPN right after that. It was huge. It was, um, it was great. And it really opened up doors for him. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Why do we have you on? We got to get it. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, I, well, I don't, he wants 20 bucks and I only have 14. <laughs> well, fair yeah. enough. Uh, yeah. a hatchet mouth here in the chat room. He says, I thought I had imagined the character of Jameson, but here he is. He is real. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's funny, like, and I never realized that I really never realized when I was doing Jameson, I was there from like 89 to 92. And I came back and my, my contract ran out in 92. I came back and did like some, uh, some stuff for Vince. I was in the magazine I did some personal appearances at like fundraisers and stuff because he, I got out of my contract early and he paid me to the end. And he said, I said, Vince, what, what can I, he said, I'll call you. You come in, you do a couple of things for me. I said, all right. But I never realized 89 to 92, how popular Jameson's character was. I never got that. And when primetime ended and everything was shot on the road, 
I stayed with it. They put me on tours and I stayed with it for a while. But by that time, I was an actor giving up a lot of acting work just to go on the road with WWF. And I was I wanted to get out. They were going to send me to Japan next after the Royal Rumble. And I was like, not doing it. I don't I'm not a good flyer. I'm not. And Vince was really accommodating um, to let me out. And then I find out literally 20 years later, maybe 19, that nobody knows who the actor is that played Jameson. And people, you know, they said it was Andy Kindler who was on um, Ray Romano, I think. Or it might have been, yeah. He yeah, played Ray's friend on, uh, and I think he was even on uh, King of Queens as a friend. I don't remember. I think it was Ray Romano, but um, it wasn't him. And and uh, I, Joe Bruin of the New England Hall of Fame saw me on a poster um, for a comedy show. I was booking comedy then. And these comedians that were booking, you know, wanted to book this show, found out I was Jameson. They said, could we, could we, could you just come up and say hello to everybody? They were big fans of wrestling. And they said, could you, could we just, could we put your picture on the website and to announce? I said, yeah, but I, I'm not going up as Jameson. I'm not, I'll do a couple minutes. Yeah, that's all, that's all you gotta. So I put it on there and somehow Joe, who knows everybody, but um, you know, three states away, saw the picture and called the bar that I was running. And um, he kind of, and, and I started backtracking and seeing all this, I, I'm not an internet guy, but seeing all this interest on all these wrestling sites, this is 2011, 2012, saying who is James and who's it? It's this guy, no, it's not, it's not that. And, and a lot of people didn't even believe him at first that he found me and, um, Kind of cool. I had no idea that Jameson was anybody. Even to this day, now it's over 30 years. Um, it still amazes me how many, you know, requests I get to go do signings and and how many, I mean, literally every day there's wrestling fans reaching out to friend me on Facebook um, because of, you know, stuff I post, but I just posted, uh, oh, and I'm doing these shows now, wrestling themed comedy shows, dinner theater type stuff. And I posted about that. And, and I found this tape that I shot in 1992, right after the Royal Rumble. I didn't want to go on the road anymore. And I wanted to give Vince a demonstration of what I thought was a, a really funny storyline that didn't have to be shot on the road. Could be shot on location, in a gym, plenty of footage, a lot of valuable stuff. So in a very raw format, me and my buddy on a home movie camera, 1993, two, two, um, like Super 8, shot this storyline for Vince. Um, to show Vince to see if he was interested. And basically it was Jameson joining a gym after the genius roughed him up at, at the Royal Rumble. Mm -hmm. um, 
joining the gym to go kick his ass to get revenge. Yeah. And I just released about a week ago or so ago, um, like the first four minutes of this tape. Mm-hmm. It's really funny. And mm-hmm. it's probably funnier than anything I ever did it at WWF. And I posted it and so many people shared it. And I got so much love for the first four minutes saying, well, when, when can we see the rest? And literally, I broke it into three segments. I've only shown the first one so far. And it's the least funny of the three. But it's it's still funny. Yeah. Did you did you end up sending that to Vince at the time? I did. I did. But it was just like, it was a horrendous time for them. Um, yeah, really it not. was, I mean, like, even before the Royal Rumble, the first... Um, signs of a steroid scandal yeah. were starting to show this was the end of 91 and um and that became a preoccupation for you know the brain trust there and then a couple months later the whole playboy expose came out um in playboy about sexual harassment and um and that's when everybody moved to the wcw so i don't know if you ever saw it um, I know I submitted it to at the time was, um, he's big now. He's way bigger than he was back then. But Kevin Dunn was okay. the guy who was running TV basically, or at least he was in the creative department. He wrote storylines and, and it was funny. He would always come up to me and say, Jamison, you got to give me something. I, I don't know what to, you, uh, let's just do something. You, like he, he really relied on me to come up with my own shit. And, um, and we shot a lot of funny stuff. Um, but again, I was, you know, uh, I probably should have went to Japan. I probably should have stayed, try to stay there. Uh, but I had no idea. Right. That, what, were their, what were their plans for Japan? Like, uh, just to go. On oh, a- it was Hulk Hogan. You look it up. I mean, it was, uh, it was a big tour after, the Royal Rumble that year. I think that summer or maybe even maybe fall. I don't know. I don't remember all that that well, but I remember Hulk who was, he, it's so funny. Like, you know, a lot of people don't remember me. A lot of people, especially people that weren't born yet, but um, I was, I had such a, a really great run in terms of these hard ass wrestlers I would crack them up. I would, and um, and Hulk Hulk Hogan was was a fan. I mean, he was like Jameson, you're coming on the Japan tour. You come <laughs> with me, buddy. And him and Vince would fight over who's after when we were on the road after a match, whose car I was going to ride in. Like I'm going with Vince or I'm going with Hulk. No, he's coming <laughs> with me. And was done. And me, I'm trying to sh- I'm trying to sneak back to the, the hotel. Like I don't <laughs> want to go out with these guys. They're going to strip clubs and they're. Yeah. I love women, but, but yeah. they, and they're going to clear tables and they're going to fight and they're going to, and, uh, ooh. oh my God, technical difficulty. <laughs> but, um, and I went to a couple, I couldn't, you know, I got trapped into going. I so, when my shit was done, I so wanted to sneak, even if I had to walk back to the hotel and just hang out, watch Monday Night Football, whatever it was, you know, do, I didn't want to go out with these guys. I wasn't partying in those days. 
and it was all parties. Um, and I had a couple of friends that kind of felt on the road, talent wise, more friends in the crew, but uh, a couple of big name talents that I was a pothead. I wasn't a drinker. I wasn't a, I didn't do Coke. I didn't do, I certainly didn't mm -hmm. do steroids. <laughs> I fucking look at me uh, and I'm still alive. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, there was a couple of people. I would go back to the room, which was probably more than 50% of the nights I was on the road before anybody threw me in their van um, and just go back, smoke a joint, order room service, watch TV. That was that was my enjoyment on the road. I mean, I, I, I totally never grasped what was going on in terms of Jameson's popularity. I mean, one of the funniest things was when W when primetime was still going on towards the very end of primetime, but Macho Man's bachelor party, it was such a great show. Um, it's I have the I I still have it on v, VHS, but there were so many moments because there was a lot of mingling while the announcers were talking, but there was like stuff going on in the background. The bushwhackers coming in with a a big six foot hero with raw fish on it, strippers, you know, all this stuff going on. And there were so many times that they had to stop and cut because everybody was laughing um, over shit I was doing. And I know, I know that's why they kept me around. They, they, they felt like they didn't have a lot of people that, I mean, they could use gorilla um, and mean gene on broadcasts where, People, where they had people that worked with Bobby well, where they they had some improv skills and they could feed Bobby. They could feed him laugh lines. But me and Bobby, it was like, it was like a battle. Who could crack the other one up first? And um, especially in in uh, the Bobby Heenan show, there was, there was some really funny moments. And that bachelor party was a scream, shooting it. Um, Shooting it was way funnier than the finished product, but even the finished product is funny. How did how did you even get involved in the first place? Were you a wrestling fan? Like, like uh... you know, as a very young kid, I was a wrestling fan. But I'm talking young, young, pre-age ten. Um, um, but I was, and and I was a financial guy out of college. I was on Wall Street. Um, I was designing pension plans the first 10 years out of, out of high school, but I just, I was just burning out. It was just not a healthy time. Mm -hmm. It was during those days of wall street, wall street. And, um, you know, all the partying and the, the hookers and, and all that stuff. And I was dying. I was literally, um, you know, I was, uh, I don't want to blame anybody else for getting me involved in that. I was weak and, and uh, I had my own problem with drugs and all that. And I just decided one day, if I'm going to survive, I have to quit cold Turkey. I have to, I have to quit my job, quit drugs, quit everything. And I had always wanted to do stand up. Um, always told growing up, Oh my God, this kid's going to be a stand up comic. So I had some money put away because of the industry I was in and went into stand-up, started doing stand-up, got hired to do this, uh, this theater show. It was like a dinner theater show 
which was 50% scripted scenes and 50% improvisation. And that was where I was gold, the improvisation. And they needed a, a, a character to come in and play a vaudeville comic. And you know, I had a pretty good, I could, I could translate some of my current comedy into 1920s kind of. Um, mm-hmm. So I did, I took the job and, um, and I was a bit of a hit and I didn't want to be an actor. I just want to be a comedian, but it led me into the next show, which is where they had cast every role except this character named Jameson. And they said, John, you got to read for this. You got to, I said, I can't be that guy. I'm not that, I'm not a, not a nerd. For fuck's sake, look at me. Um, but I uh, had an inner uh, nerd and Vince McMahon came to one of the first few shows we did. And because the show was so heavy in improv, he reached out. That was a Saturday night that I met him. Monday morning, I was, um, I was at the headquarters. Um, and they offered he, me a contract that day. And that's how that I got he, involved. And then was all that of a sudden, he, I'm an actor. Like, he normally, getting, was he normally there? No, this was, it was actually his neighbor, another wealthy, another tycoon, but his neighbor in Greenwich had a 30th birthday party for his wife. And they booked the whole theater. At, for the party and Vince was you know you could almost tell his discomfort of being there he wasn't yet the star he is now again it's 19 although he was getting there it was 1988 or nine nine it was 1989 um and I went uh, and I I recognized him and I went up and introduced myself after the show Jameson crushed that show. He was the, easily the star of that show. And I just wanted to go say hello because I know I saw him fucking laughing. He was bright red from laughing. And I introduced myself. He was a little, not standoffish, but just like not wanting to make, he said, great show, really enjoyed it. And, and that was it. And I, you know, all my fantasies are going to work as a young actor. Not, I wasn't young, but I was a new actor. Um, oh my God, wouldn't it be great if I went and did a couple of things for Vince McMahon? But, but, you know, Sunday came and Sunday night and Monday morning, I wasn't even thinking about it. And sure enough, they called and had me come in. So um, that was, did I answer the question? Yeah, I'm doing yeah, a lot of talking, definitely. guys. Well, I, was, well, I was interested about the Jameson character. So was the one that we saw on WWF TV, was it, Exactly like you played it during that, uh, during the improv? Yes, yes. It was a murder mystery. And Jameson was the, he was the, like, uh, it was this very wealthy family. And it wasn't a 1920s show anymore. It was, it was current time. It was, um, uh, oh, what happened? Sorry, there you are. Get you back. Um, um, it was, yeah, it was current day. It was, it, it, the, the show starts off, they're at a, a, uh, a memorial service and a uh, rich family, uh, mother, uh, the, the widow, who was, you think, oh, she had something to do with it, and her two daughters. And I was the cousin. My parents were dead. I was like an orphan. But my dead uncle on, for the show 
brought me in and raised me because he didn't want me in an orphanage, but the family hated me. And I was a pathetic hypochondriac whining. And that was the character. And Vince, when he told me to come in and meet Bobby that Monday, he was like, just stay in character. Don't break character. We're just going to tell Bobby we think we have his co-host. I just want to see how you guys react. And that's what I did. I stayed in that character, written in that show, that I helped actually write that show, never thinking I, I could play that character. And it was magic from the, I mean, they literally, a couple of people left the room and there was talking going on. And then me and Bobby, you know, I broke character and me and Bobby were talking. Within that hour, they came back with contracts to sign. And the next thing I know, I'm Bobby Heenan's co-host on the Bobby Heenan show. How long Which was the original contract, contract for? Um, you know, I, I, I want to say four months. Mm -hmm. And they had no idea that USA was going to step in and cancel the show. So now they got to pay me. And Vince really didn't want to lose me. They, that's when they just stuck me in the audience at primetime. And uh -huh. every episode, I, somebody beat me up and somebody rescued me. And I worked with everybody. I mean... I got to stop touching that wire. Um, and I, I, I mean, I, I did some great stuff. I, I mean, one episode, um, Andre rescued me. I worked with my favorite people to work with were Ted and Sherry. Um, they were, it was so funny. She used to beat the shit out of me on camera and uh -huh. I would totally. And I think it's a lot of the wrestlers like working with me because I was in really good shape. I had some boxing background, some real wrestling background, like, um, you know, high school wrestling. Yeah. And I had done some gymnastics so I could take a punch. I could fall and not get hurt. I could do. And I would always encourage everybody, let's just make it look real. Hit me, throw me, whatever you got to do. And Sherry, I, I love her. Um, loved her. I still love her. Um, she would grab me by the hair with her hands, and I would grab her hands, and she would shake me with such force, and I would jump, and it just looked, it looked great. I mean... Um, yeah, I know. I keep going off on tangents. Sorry. Go ahead. No, it's interesting. And yeah. uh, so how much of that was like, obviously, you know who you're going to work with, but are you using your improv skills during a lot of that stuff? I Nobody ever wrote, I swear to God, nobody ever wrote a word for me there. They gave me the situation. I would come up with things. I always had props in my pocket, like, you know, inhalers or like a hot dog. I don't, I can, a hot dog in my pocket, liver sandwich, um, you know, just things that I could break out and blowing my nose into a sock. That was something that I developed that and James, people would say, Jim why do you have a sock in your, in your suit pocket? And I would say, well, cause uh, they're cheaper than handkerchiefs and they come two in a pack. Um, but it was just like, you know, stuff just evolved. Um, and it was great. I had, a lot of support. I mean, one one of my favorite guys there, um, and and again, I mean, um, it, it, I, I, one of my favorite guys because he really appreciated what I did was Mr. Perfect. Just thought I was a screen. 
Um, he's he's uh, known as he was known as a big ribber, so he probably enjoyed. Uh, he really, and the first time he saw me, like in the dressing room, um, I was pretty cut back then. I mean, I was I was definitely uh, a bit on the ripped side, and he did such a double take when he saw me. He's like, Jameson, what the fuck? Like he was just incredulous and. You know, from that day on, the times we bumped into each other in the studio, he was just a fan. Oh, I loved what you did last week. The great thing for me was it didn't matter. I was a, a part of that. I had a bit every Monday night. They put me into something. That show where I got the million dollar belt stuck um, and, and Sherry and Ted beat the shit out of me because um, they came into the audience with a a metal detector and towards the end of the show and um, just funny stuff. The berserker throwing me off the roof. It's probably most people's favorite thing I ever did. And what was really funny was they continued that storyline. Like they, the, the show ended with me on the way to the hospital. The next week they came back and they showed my, my chair in the audience empty with a bow around it. <laughs> and, um, and then they brought me out on a gurney and this, went on for a couple of weeks so when did um so when the four months are up or however many months it was for your first contract what what happens then do they like hey we want to keep they, you not much time went by um i would say maybe two months went by and they they offered me another contract and and um it might have been right after the holidays that might have been why they didn't hand me a new contract the day my other one expired they were coming into the holidays um definitely i all my work was done in the studio and i i think the studio was shutting down from like thanksgiving to new year or something but as soon as you know over that christmas break i got another contract and they just put me in the in, as a plant um and then when they canceled prime time which was totally a a cost-saving measure um they made me, uh, they, they set me up to be the manager of the Bushwhackers, um, who were great. So much fun. Love those guys. Really good sports. I, I, I think when they were told about that I was going to be their manager, I, 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 I can only, I can only picture that, that their eyes rolled and they're like, oh, I believe. Um, <laughs> but never made me feel that way. They always made me feel like um, I was a, a welcome part of the, the group and um and that was it and we 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 spent a year um doing that leading up to the royal rumble and we were the preliminary match against the the beverly brothers and that's kind of how the thing played out i was it's like a year with prime time um a year with raw and a year on the road although that most of that road stuff was like my second year with raw so, but it was, you know, it was great. I'm, I'm, I'm lucky I did it. And uh, really happy that my son actually got to do a gig. He was um, in a yeah, pay-per-view event. Yeah. Yeah, Extreme Rules, uh, Little Johnny. And the great, everybody just assumes that, oh, that's, they hear, oh, that's Jameson's son. Everybody thinks I got him the gig. I didn't get, he got that through his agent. They, <laughs> uh -huh. they you know, they auditioned for that. And, um and it was funny because when we shot it, 
I probably hadn't seen Vince in like 25 years. And um, when we got there, you know, they, Vince came out and he, he got down on his knees talking to my son about how things were going to go, what he wanted him to do. And he looks up at me, goes, you must be the dad. And I said, yeah. I said, Vince, you recognize me? And he goes, wow, you look familiar. And I made the Jameson face. Like, I went, like you know, I went, I, I did this. And he was like, oh my God. He, he <laughs> was hugging me, wanted to bring me around to, to see all the people that were still oh. there. 24, like Kevin Dunn and George mm. Germanakis. And um, it was really a nice, very warm reunion. And James, this was fresh off of his Cam Newton commercial. Um, so many wrestlers, uh, the Bella Twins, couldn't wait to grab him and take a picture with him because the Cam Newton commercial was still red hot then. Yeah. And and uh, I remember, um, oh shit, I don't remember what's his name. Big guy, great guy, um, all. I think Jewish. Um, Goldberg. Not, no, not Goldberg. Um, Ron Bernstein. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Ron Strowman, maybe. I don't know if you. No, I got to ask my son. <laughs> Who? Braun Strowman. Big. No. He's a big guy, but this yeah. guy was huge. Jewish. Cut. Uh, I don't know why I said Jewish. I'm. I'm uh, I got to. I. I got to find out before we hang up. All I'm right. going to find out. And okay. I would love to bring my son out just to say hello. And if you guys, if anybody wants to talk yeah, to him, yeah. but um, yeah. All right. Next, smoking. <laughs> Very good. Well, uh, so uh, did he? Ever, did Vincent ever like try to get you to come on and do an appearance yourself as Jameson after that? No, no, um, no. And I kind of like, you know, never really. Um, after we shot that tape, um, I just got really involved. I, I started writing, and I wrote a play that went off Broadway, and I, I wrote a one act that got some that won a couple of awards. I was so wrapped up. Now, all of a sudden, I was like the accidental actor. And now all of a sudden I wanted to learn the trade and I got really involved and I never really approached anybody to try to do something or, and nobody ever reached out to me. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people are guessing who it is. We got Al thinks it might've been Ryback. That's the right answer. Excellent. And he loved pat on the back. Him and James hung out. My son hung out the night they were he and you could tell he was like, you know, anybody that hurt see back then, so fresh off the Super Bowl, the Royal Rumble, or it might have been before the Super Bowl, but the that commercial was running every game from Thanksgiving to the end of the season, playoffs, whatever. Um, it was still big. And um when people are finding out who he, he's got the mask that they, the sheet mask they gave him, he still has. Oh, that's um, pretty cool. Yeah. And it's got, he had it signed by guys that were there. It's signed by Maybe Bray Wyatt. Definitely Bray Wyatt. I don't think he got John Cena's, even though that was the, and John Cena was great with him. John Cena was like, that's the Cam Newton kid. Um, <laughs> Everybody was that way, but it's Ryback. No, no. Um, I got to see the mask. 
but he has it. We're going to sell it. Um, yeah, he wants to sell it. He's, he's got a drug problem. I don't know. <laughs> it runs in the family, apparently. But Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, so that was uh, that was really cool. And it was he did great. I mean, you watch that and you say, wow, um, that's that kid's going to be somebody. Yeah. But I do. I should have mentioned this. But August 7th at Gio's restaurant in New York, it's an intimate night with oh. Jameson and friends. This sounds like a very fun time. It's going to be awesome. I mean, um, you know, just having Greg there, who was, you know, I, I'm doing multiple shows, um, always with different guests. Mm -hmm. um, but like, I always want my headliner for me. I only really want to do it where the headliner is somebody known nationwide and not like a regional mm -hmm. guy nationwide WWF. Um, and I got a couple of names that are interested in doing it. Uh, but it's, it's going to be hilarious because each of the four guests are going to go up and do, you know, 15 or 20 minutes each. Um, the guys that really don't have stand up. um, I'll just tell great stories and then, you know, figure an hour and 15 into this thing, we're going to just do a Q and a with the four. Um, and then, uh, and, and all while this is going on, I kid you not a gourmet dinner, three course appetizer, meal, dessert, um, all inclusive in the price is going to be served. And then, um, we're going to do a, uh, like a two and a half hour meet and greet after that. So I can't imagine, like, I'm sure I know Joe Bruin when he does his new England weekends, mm -hmm. there's components of that, but it's spread across a weekend. I don't know of anybody that's doing this kind of thing. Um, for like a one night event, a one night event that includes like, you know, I think about wrestling fans and I see the money they spent. I get asked to do these, these conventions, these signings all the time. I don't do many of them. I don't think I've done 10, maybe, maybe seven or eight of them I've done. Um, but I, you know, I see what wrestling fans spend at these things and it's like $50 to walk in the door and then you still got to buy your shit, get your shit signed. It's, mm. uh, it's a lot of money. And this is like, you know, take that same money. We'll feed you. You'll get to, take you know you you get to you get a show you get a q and a you get and then a meet and greet which you're going to get at a convention the only difference is it's a lot less guys but it's it's just way more intimate and personal and um yeah, and you get to spend time with everybody and stuff so right um it's it's funny you mentioned greg i know greg the the headliner greg the hammer valentine and um the last time i was at new england fan fest um he was doing a stand-up well, not really stand up, but he's doing a comedy show with him and a uh, honky talk man. And I, I kind of joked with Joe. I was like, that's a weird choice. Cause I don't think of the hammer as a funny guy, but he was very funny. He's a very dry sense of humor and he's a great you know, storyteller. I, right. And I know Greg from those days, never got close to him. I don't even think we ever worked on the same uh, show or did a bit or anything like that, but everybody's telling me, Greg's got some great stories and Mario uh Mary Mancini one of our friends here Mario Mancini okay 
Mario's got great stories. Yeah, he does. Definitely storytelling. And he's he said I I have the it's one of Greg's favorite stories. I think his first I would love to tell that story. Say say I think his first match was with Greg Valentine. Maybe maybe Um, he's one of the few jobbers. He's one of the few jobbers I remember. Yeah. um, Work and I saw all of them. I mean, when I was especially when I was touring, but. What's the other guy's name? Horowitz. Yeah, Barry. Barry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Barry Horowitz. He he was great. I remember him. I mean, I always rooted for him, knowing he was going to lose. But <laughs> um, some people really guessed athletic. Horowitz and, when you said a, a big Jewish guy, but I, I didn't. I assumed it wasn't Barry Horowitz. But. Yeah, no. Um, and Ryback might not even be Jewish, but I don't know somehow <laughs> I don't know why I equated that. But that mother, that guy, in person huge huge i mean biceps like you know bigger than my head mm-hmm. so for for greg you didn't really weren't really around him much um in wwf so did you get to know him a little bit doing the the conventions no no i don't th- i don't know that we uh, i think we've met but i don't th- not again i haven't done many shows mm-hmm. um but i don't ever remember being at a show that he did i mean i I guarantee you I've done at most seven of these things in the, in the uh, 10 years that since Joe discovered me, I mean, I get asked all the time, but it just like with my son's career being in LA so much. And um, I couldn't commit to these shows because he was working all the time. We, Mm -hmm. he went from one job to the next. So I, I kind of, but now that it's, you know, especially with COVID ending, I've done like three shows in the last, since COVID started. I mean, almost half my shows just in the last like 16, 18 months. Mm-hmm. So uh, these comedy shows you do. Um, so you got Greg the Hammer Valentine in this one. Your son's also in this one. So does, does he tell stories? Or like, how's he involved? He, believe, believe it or not, this kid, has been doing stand-up in comedy clubs in New York City, Long Island, like real comedy clubs, not like Joe's Bar, like Gotham Comedy Club, McGuire's, Governor's, Broadway Comedy Club. All these are named big room shows. He's been doing it since he's nine years old. So he's got an easy 10 minutes to do. Plus, we kind of like uh, choreographed um, me introducing him and then me as John introducing him, him coming out and then him introducing Jameson. And we, we choreographed this fight. Um, that's hilarious where he, you know, he kicks my ass and, um, <laughs> and then I bring out Mario and Mario does his thing. And then he brings out Greg. And one of the great things, one of the things I'm most excited about is I'm going to debut this, um, this Jameson, the lost episode, the full version of it that night. The, oh. it, the place is set up for, uh, it's got a big screen. It's got the uh-huh. thing in the ceiling, the projector. Um, so that'll be part of the night. And, you know, from seven to 12, I, you know, it's, it's a really good value and everybody's going to do good. I mean, I'm not going to get rich doing these shows, but uh, I'm not looking to, I'm, I'm just, uh, you know, keep things alive. It's it's a new world um, with COVID. 
everything breaking down. Although the shit I'm hearing now is with this new strain, we're all going to be wear, wearing masks again. But um, just thought it was a great time to, you know, maybe enter into this and see what I could do on an entertainment level. It's always been my, you know, my passion is entertainment. Um, even wanting to do murder mysteries again, you know, they, they were so popular um, from Tony and Tina's wedding. I don't know if anybody knows what that is, but it was on Broadway, off Broadway, then Broadway. Um, was, it's like an audience participation improv show. Um, murder mysteries became all the rage right throughout the 90s. And then they kind of died off. It wasn't a fad anymore. And, you know, most people that were trying to do them, the show sucked. And uh, but now for me, it's like it's a new ball game. It's COVID's done. People have been sitting in their houses. Let's do a murder mystery. Let's bring it back. It's it's retro. It's uh, if you got the right actors and the right writers, it's a scream. So going to be looking at doing some of that. These shows, like I'm explaining, the, um, the comedy show, um, going to try to do one a month at different venues, even take it on the road. I mean, I've already gotten some, some bites to bring the show to uh, like all, the Albany area. And even up, Joe said, yeah, you, we, we could book these in Providence. Um, so that's basically what I'm looking to do. And in the meantime, if any acting gigs come up for me or my son, um, it's easy, you know, where I'm available. Yeah. Have you stayed healthy uh, during the pandemic? Um, I think that's, uh, I think that's a very subjective question. Um, oh, you mean, did I get sick? No, but I got vaccinated. Yeah. I got vaccinated. I, we're all vaccinated. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't want to get vaccinated. Um, I didn't not want to get vaccinated, but I wanted it in my ass and they put it in my shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Andrew's always saying that to me too, but I don't think no. he means a vaccination, but I don't know, I yeah. don't know what's going on. But uh, <laughs> Andrew, do you have a question from the, uh, from the chat or Facebook? If not, Yurius uh, Tosh, he wants to know, without naming names, did you often smoke with other talent, other wrestlers? Um. Yes, um, but there were just, I think there were just, that I remember there were just two um, yeah. that were, and they were probably doing other shit too, but I was just mm -hmm. doing that, so, uh, but yeah. He has a follow-up question. Yeah, he so wants to know those two people's names now. <laughs> oh, that's going to cost. Um, I'm going to give you a, a clue. Um. Yeah, I don't want to. I, I can't do that. I can't. I don't wanna, you know, for me, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. I mean, uh, yeah, my father's dead, so I don't. I don't care who's listening. No, um, no. Uh, yeah, two, two names though. Two names. One's dead and one's not. Oh, okay. Okay. And it has nothing to do with weed. For anybody that doesn't like weed, that other one is not dead because of weed. Right. I don't think really anyone's dead because of weed. Uh, yeah, I don't either. Yeah. Uh, Unless they caught fire. Unless they caught fire, maybe. Uh, Joe wants just to didn't have the strength to put themselves out, you know. <laughs> right. They're just let laying back, taking it easy. At least right. they die <laughs> Look at this. I'm on fire. Uh, Joe wants to know uh, do you have any memories of the Rosati sisters? 
really good ones. Um, they were sweethearts. They were, they were so grateful to be involved. They were just, they were, they were sweethearts. And um, we had some good moments. There's, there's an episode, I think of, I think it's the Bobby Heenan show. And it, it might be the one with the, um, with the porn star. And you know, the show ends, there's music and the guests, and I would always get up and dance. And, and like, there's this hot, I don't know if it was the stripper or the, the porn star episode, but the Rosati's in their bathing suits come out and they're dancing and I'm dancing with them and very like, you can tell Jameson is turned on, but like there's this hot girl dancing over there and Jameson is dancing with the Rosati's like, and, and just in seventh heaven. <laughs> You said like you know your stuff was was improv. How about in general, like the Bobby Heenan show was was that improv? Like I swear to God, there was never anything. In fact, I would say stuff, and then they'd go to commercial, come out and say, "Yeah, don't say that." Like <laughs> I was like one time, and I might have been the first episode. Bobby's like trying to be intimidating and threatening me, and and I'm like cowering from, and I'm and I'm yelling for Vince. And, um, you know, to, to save me from Bobby. And as soon as they went to commercial, they came out and said, yeah, don't mention Vince as the owner or, or anything. It was, I don't know why, like, yeah. you know. It wasn't until later that, you know, it was, uh, besides like inside wrestling fans, it wasn't like known, I think, until. Right, but it's like, that. you know, it, there's so much of wrestling that's scripted that, um, you know, uh, I couldn't imagine a serious wrestling fan not knowing that Vince owned the company. I mean, it was all over MTV. It was all over, like, even if you weren't like watching 60 minutes, you knew just mm -hmm. by virtue of that, like, you know, current affair, all these like kind of schlocky news things. And um, so, yeah, boy, I got a lot to say, huh? And I'm not angry. Well, that's very good too. Yeah. And it, it's the worst is a guest who has nothing to say. Those are not the, the, the fun times, but uh, right, right. Uh, Steven wants to know, do you have, do you have, uh, of course, you have many memories, but do you have one particular favorite memory of Bobby Heenan? Um, well, I think one of the one, I think my favorite one is Macho Man's um, bachelor party where. We had this stripper, and if I tell you, if you guys can find that episode, run it. The stripper that they hired, she came out of the cake. A knockout, made, you know, absolutely one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen close up. And the Bushwhackers had made their entrance with the six foot hero with like raw fish on. I mean, but, and they were not like, minnows or freaking what do you call them sardines yeah. or anything yeah. they were like i remember you know, they were eight inch. sardines but they were like uh yeah pretty uh, big. they were big they yeah. were big they were bigger than your fist bigger than your hand uh stretched out um and one of them fell out of the sandwich was laying on the stage and we're going to commercial after the stripper gets done and bobby and vince or maybe bobby and gene i don't remember were talking as she's leaving and and um, 
she's walking out and everybody's like cheering and eh, you know they get close-ups of, of all these wrestlers their eyes bugging out of their head and and mm. and i bent over i picked up the fish and i go lady you forgot your fish <laughs> this is a stripper and bobby was the mic was he was talking when i did that and lost it lost <laughs> it and they couldn't you know, they couldn't air that because you know bobby if, if he knew it was coming would have reacted like what an asshole <laughs> but he was just the you know the timing of it i guess and, and it was pretty funny you know you think of a stripper and somehow fish comes into your mind but um yeah it was uh I, that might be my favorite my favorite time there and i used to crack him up all the time on the bobby heenan show um those moments where i could break him because he was the best. I mean, he, he, there were there, so many times they would do, be do, cutting promos or even the, the prime time with the shows where whoever he was talking to you, the, the wrestler would break or where they had to reshoot things and all that. And I was pretty good. You know, Bobby's hilarious. Um, we had a lot of laughs where I could laugh out loud when the, the camera wasn't rolling, but when the camera was rolling, I broke him and it was great. People would always say to me, boy, Bobby can't keep a straight face with you sometimes, which is always nice to hear. Yeah, definitely. I think you have another question from the, uh, from anywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, Yuri Stoss from the chat room. He wants to know, did you ever have a comedy show where you bombed and how did you handle it? Um, you know, my comedy career was very short because um, it was only 87. It was less than a year long before Vince mm -hmm. grabbed me. And I couldn't do stand-up anymore because I was working almost every weekend. Um, uh, just, just to be, I, you know, you couldn't, I was working during the week and the way comedy works, I don't know if it works that way anymore. I, I don't, I know it doesn't with my son cause he gets a, he's kind of could get a date in any of these clubs once a month. Um, but if you were a comic trying to get on the circuit, they would, you'd pretty much have to go do a, a Tuesday in on the Jersey shore to get a weekend that paid 500 bucks. Um, you'd have to go do like a Jersey shore gig for 40 bucks. And I, I couldn't just, I wasn't big enough to just do weekends. So I kind of let it go because I was making good money, way more than I would have as a standup um, with Vince. And, but I would say there was one night at the Jersey shore where I actually got booed off stage no, and it was devastating. And then the, the, the next comment comes out, he got booed off stage. <laughs> and then the third comic comes out and he got booed off stage. And we found out after the show that half of the crowd, this was in a, a bar called Joe Pops in um, Long Beach Island in, on the Jersey Shore. And we come to find out that half of the room was a bachelor party. And there was a wet t-shirt contest coming on after the comics. So they couldn't <laughs> wait. But... Even having said that, and I think it's the only night I really bombed. Um, 
it was still driving home an hour and a half, two hour ride home. I was twisting over it. Like it was just so uncomfortable yeah. to get booed off stage. Who, who were your favorite comedians? Who were the people that made you want to become a standup? Um, wow, my phone is dying. All right. Well, we'll oh, wrap I don't know why that is. No, it's okay. It's okay. Um, I would say Don Rickles um, was probably my favorite. Um, yeah, he, to this day, I mean, I loved Rodney. I loved Richard Pryor may have been the most talented, underrated, um, loved him. Um, yeah. Um, but, I, but I also had a love for comedic actors, like love Jerry Lewis, love the Marx Brothers, um, Three Stooges. I don't think there's ever been a funnier man that ever lived than Curly in the Three Stooges. I mean, it was, you know, it's like slapstick and it's violent and all this stuff, but you watch his mannerisms and his timing and his his sound effects that came. I mean, I don't think anybody's made me laugh harder than Curly in my, my whole life. The Marx Brothers genius, Abbott and mm -hmm. Costello. And I loved like, um, I loved Dom DeLuise in all those oh, movies, yeah. Tim Conway. Mm -hmm. um, these guys made me pee my pants. I'm gonna tell you the most underrated actor that ever lived. Fred Gwynn. Oh, I'm a big fan yeah. of Fred Gwynn, yep. Mm -hmm. You think about what that man had to do as Herman Munster and with, with using other people's jokes, writing for him and him, how he pulled that off. And you watch other stuff he's done. I mean, that guy, the greatest actor that ever lived, Carol O'Connor. Never been a funnier comedy. show than All in the Family. Yeah, I agree. Best sitcom of all time. Best. And it's not, there's not a close second. Second and third for me, The Odd Couple and The Honeymooners. But they're distant. Yeah, the, when you mentioned Dom DeLuise, just through a quick thing, the, the first um, musical I ever went to had Dom DeLuise in it. It was A Little Shop of Horrors, and he played the. Uh, wow. He played the. Wow, you're, you're old. <laughs> yeah, I'm an old man. I just turned 45 this year. But it was it was fun. He played the shopkeeper, which uh, for, uh, Mr. Mushnick. He was brilliant. He was brilliant. Um, and Gene Wilder. I mean, nobody could have done what he did with Blazing Saddles, Young yeah. Frankenstein. And, you know, I was never a big Willy Wonka fan, but you watch that movie as an acting student. You watch what, what he did. I mean, who was better than him? Peter yeah. Sellers. Um, I probably had more affinity toward the comic actors growing up than I did toward the, the stand-ups. But uh, Don Rickles, I, he can make me pee my pants. Very, very similar to Bobby Heenan, I think. They mention mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. And I always thought, I always said that, and I would say this to Bobby even, that it was possible for him, if he never got into wrestling, just went out to Hollywood, 
he may have made more money as an actor comedian in mm-hmm. Hollywood than he did as that's how talented he was. Yeah. Did you ever see uh, Bobby Heenan's appearance on um, the Bill Maher shows before his current show? Was it uh, politically incorrect? Yes. And he, I thought he was so funny on that when he does like a he does like a fake fall into the uh, after he calls and, 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 Yeah, and 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 it was like there was there was a big audience for that that didn't know who he was, mm-hmm. and he killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Mar even uh, got, uh, knew he was joking, but it was. Uh, it was great stuff. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, intimate night with Jameson and friends. That's August seventh at Geo's Restaurant, New York City. We'll put the link up on the website, and you can also email you at jamesonwwf at gmail dot com to get you. Uh, Jameson X WWF. All right, I will. Not EX, just an X. And it's Jameson with an E. Jameson with an O. Yeah, there's an E <laughs> in there too, but right. and got a, a fucking and O, a not an O. You know what and happened and was, uh, I, it's even misspelled in the encyclopedia. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> which is funny and fitting for the character that, you know, um, they misspelled <laughs> my name. <It laughs> like, honestly, I Googled beforehand and everything told me it was with an I, so I put an I. And then Joe, Joseph Bruins, like, it should be with the knee. You, you know, know what? Ha- I'm going to tell you what happened. It was always, oh, all my publicity photos, everything, it's, it's spelled with an O. No, not an and it, <laughs> Yes, an E, an E. I don't know. Um, instead of an I. Like the whiskey is with an E. But this knucklehead that wrote that article with me, uh, Bundy, and Million Dollar Man on the cover that with he's pulling me out of a stocking or something. Uh-huh. The, the writer used an eye. Mm-hmm. And everything on the internet, which I come to find out years later, they're spelling Jameson with an eye. Right. Uh, but I got to stay with what, what my mother gave me. Yeah. yeah exactly. which, uh, right. My mother didn't give me. The funny <laughs> thing is, we wrote that character and named him Jameson. And I was not expecting to um to play him um but the literal translation of my last name is jameson oh really Giacomo is of james or james son um so which is a pretty wild coincidence yeah yeah that is pretty cool i did not know that there you go i'm full of that yeah i'm full of a lot of things (laughs) uh speaking of bundy because he he went on to become a stand-up did you ever do any shows with him no no and i know and i got a list of who's doing it um like hacksaw and um it's funny i have somewhat of a connection with although we've we've we met but we never really talked about the connection but mick foley who does stand up um went to high school with kevin james right Mm -hmm. and and Kevin and I became somewhat, somewhat chummy because my son played his son on his show and even got invited to his house for a birthday party and thinking that there's going to be 200 Hollywood people there, but it was for his daughter. And the reason I got invited because she was in love with my son. They're like the same age. And, uh, but I show up thinking there's going to be hundreds of people. I don't got to worry or anything. 
It was all family. It was uh-huh. all family and me. A jadrul. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen uh, fully uh, his stand up. It's very fun. It's yeah. more storytelling, you know, stand up, which uh, I think is kind of what your show is yeah. going for. And 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 that's what I'm looking. That's you know, that's what I'm going for. Um, you know, take some pressure off of me and James a little bit. Like if we have the the rest of the show, you got a couple of stand ups there, but. You know, not necessarily. I mean, guys have great stories. And um, if me and James could do a little bit of shtick, um, would rather it be big names, even if they're not comfortable in a, in a stand-up format, because they, they could just tell stories. Right. Yeah. And then wrestlers, especially um, from that era, I think are natural storytellers. Yeah. Yeah. And they, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm comfortable. The, the, the names that have, expressed an interest heading into after labor day these are uh, good names that that people are gonna want to come say very cool well uh keep us updated we'll let people know and if anybody runs by that i think would be good i'll send them your way if you, you do that now where are you you're up in new england yeah i'm in massachusetts and inters in west virginia mm-hmm. wow yeah you guys look much closer than that uh, <laughs> yeah, I would about- never guess that you, yeah. you're that far apart. Where yeah. in Massachusetts? My, my a lot of my family is up there. I'm on the Cape, Cape Cod. Oh, you son of a! Um, now my my family's up in, uh, you know, like the middle of the state, right on the border, like Worcester, um, maybe, or no, that's uh, not in the west. What, like, like past Worcester, north of Worcester. Yeah, I'm never really up that direction. I was up in Boston this week, but uh, yeah, not many people have gone up that far. There's only about nine people live in that town. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've been to Worcester. Yeah, uh, and Lowell, where's Holy Cross? Uh, I don't really know. I should know I, all these things living here, but I think it's Worcester. But yeah, we passed out with the big polar bear on the side of the road. Uh, yeah. I, don't, I try not to go up there much, but that, my mother lives up there, and uh, who knows how long she's going to be around. Just kidding. <laughs> there's a, if you ever go back to Worcester, there's a very, there's a very bizarre, I'm kind of uh, fascinated by this. There's a very weird statue of a, he supposedly was like an old judge who helped found Worcester, but he's riding a turtle. But it doesn't look like he's riding. Well, it looks like he's riding oh. the turtle, but in a very different way than you can imagine. But it's a very. And it's, it's, is it a priest? <laughs> no, it's not. What did you say? It's a, a, a judge, I believe. He, he's oh, riding judge. a turtle. Yeah, and, all uh, right. Well, he's a young boy at the time. It's very bizarre. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I, if you said priest, I would have said you sure it was a turtle. Uh, <laughs> I'll find here. I, I can show you the statue really quick if you would like to see it. <laughs> he loves showing the statue. <laughs> I gotta see it. I'm putting my glasses back on, by the way, <laughs> to see this. All right, let me try. I'm trying to find a good picture here. There's a many long pictures. time he sent it to me, so I don't know if I can find it real quick. I got it. You got it. I'm trying to find a big picture though, so you can see it better. All right, while you're looking. Um, mm-hmm. Can't believe we talked comedy. I didn't mention Monty Python. Oh, oh yeah. Faulty Towers. 
Oh my God. John, yeah. Yeah. Those guys were. See this turtle here. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a, a turtle? Yeah. I don't know. I, I got to get closer. Yeah. Let me find a better picture. Well, here's wow, the up close that... of the face. Maybe. Maybe. There's a whole look. There's a whole page dedicated to this, but he doesn't look too uh, happy. Yeah, there's, that's a turtle, and that's definitely not uh, riding. <laughs> and it's just that, in the middle of town. I don't. I've never. I could just imagine whoever the sculptor what was going through his mind while he was making this. Right. This is a pretty good picture. All these pictures uh, just send me turtle over. boy, turtle boy. That, that's that's. Uh... It's something that's pretty crazy yeah when everyone was tearing down the uh the statues i don't know why that was right right <laughs> Matt, you know, like like they tear down robert e lee and they leave that up right? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. leave the turtle on that that one's right. kind of funny right. <laughs> so there you go that wraps up everything i don't know why i don't know how we got the turtle boy what a great way to end <laughs> i agree really yeah, really you can't really follow turtle boy i don't think so well, it's very fun to talk with you. And I hope yeah, man, you too. Love you guys. Thanks for doing this. Hopefully people are going to come see us. I think it's it's going to be awesome. It sounds really fun, honestly. Not yeah. just yeah. here. Yeah. The video, that 13 minutes, it's 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 like the length of a Three Stooges short. Yeah. Um, in, it, in its entirety, without interruption, freaking funny. It's really funny. It's Jameson really... You know, uh, just not uh, performing well at the gym. I'm like, I need to watch this. I need to. Yeah, I, I can't wait to. Check if, it. If, did you see? If you haven't seen the the first four minutes yet, go. Um, I guess if you went on my page, um, my my Facebook is John Jameson with an E DiGiacomo, and one of my last few posts was. I posted the first four minutes of this thing. It's really funny. And the next nine are even funnier. Cool. Oh, I'll excellent. share it to our, to our Facebook group. Mm -hmm. They'll definitely yeah. want to see it. Yeah. And anybody, listen, I, I, I still got a lot of room for friends on my Facebook. Anybody wants to reach out. I'm, I'm, uh, I can be very entertaining and only about only like maybe 15% of my videos show nudity. <laughs> um yeah and there's no turtles involved <laughs> you know funny you should say that yeah <laughs> all right which kind of kills an idea i had but okay <laughs> um yeah guys thanks again um hope to see you at one of these shows maybe up oh, yeah. there definitely i usually all go right. to England fan fest but uh i've been in new york not for a little while but uh hopefully yeah i'll be around yeah Maybe. all right well we're gonna talk yeah all right, guys, and love you guys out there in uh, wrestling land. Thanks for giving me another chapter of my life. Thank you for Most doing definitely. this. Really appreciate it. All right, guys, take care. You as well. Thank you. All right, bye bye. Bye bye. All right, it was very cool having uh, Jameson on here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He knows what Turtle Boy is all about now. He does. Which is, uh, that's my mission. I'm going to end every interview from now on with uh, bringing Turtle Boy. I probably won't go over as well with everyone else. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, the, the video sounds pretty awesome. It's uh, Jameson going to the gym and uh, not doing so well. So I assume he's going to be falling over weights or something, but sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. Looking Definitely want to check that out. Yeah. So intro, we talk about some uh, some of the wrestling this week. By the way, uh, the Jameson thing, August seventh, Geo's restaurant, in New York City. We'll put all the the links and everything here um, on YouTube. Also put it on the website. Everyone can uh, check it out, and you can email jamesonxwwf at gmail.com as well to get your uh, ticket information. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, a friend him on Facebook, his son, uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine, and our buddy Mario Mancini. It's been a little while since we've talked to Mario. Yeah, I know it's been, it has been a while. We need to yeah, talk to him again. There. Yeah. Thanks, uh, Joseph, for setting this up. Maybe oh, yeah. Some more interviews here. Uh, that was very fun. All right. Oh, I'm wearing my new – this is my new shirt I got. I don't know if you could see it, but it's pizza and pineapples, and it says better together. It's, it's showing the love between pizza and pineapples. I have yet to try a pizza with a pineapple on it, but I have said that I have – gotten over my fear of pineapples and i do enjoy pineapples now so i would be willing i think you like it's a pleasant experience you get the you you get the sweet and the salty the sweet and the savory together it goes Mm -hmm. well together maybe it would be a video in the future for my youtube channel yeah just eat it don't throw it in the microwave or anything i won't put it in the microwave it'll just be straight up taste test now what's a national chain that I would have in my neck of the woods who would prepare this. Oh, pretty much fashion. everywhere. Domino's has it. I would assume every every chain has, has Hawaiian pizza. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Domino's. I think, you know, I haven't had Domino's for, but they did have it. Do you like hot? You don't, are you not a big hot guy, are you? Not really, no. Well, they have two different ones. They have the Honolulu, and then they had like a spicy Honolulu, which also has uh, jalapenos. But I think you can get just the, the plain one too. Mm-hmm. It's actually a good one, to be honest. Excellent. Papa Gino's used, to, but I don't think you, Papa Gino's a New England thing. Papa Gino's used to have a really good one that had chicken and pineapple and bacon. It was very good. Okay. But uh, usually it's uh, ham and pineapple. I will say I do think pepperoni and pineapple go together. But uh, mm-hmm. it's uh, we'll get a uh, gonna get a uh, Jameson out of here. <laughs> yeah i think he's i think he's ready to go so yeah but i, I found I his facebook i think i'm going to add him on my facebook here mm-hmm. so. yeah we're good yeah add friends and i'll I'll update everybody whether jameson added me or not i added him earlier and i thought maybe he didn't accept but i did find out during the show he did accept excellent all right so intro there's a whole bunch of wrestling this week yes I did not watch it. I, well, I went to watch Money in the Bank Sunday, mm-hmm. but it did not work for me. The Peacock was 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 uh, going was on the brink of destruction. <laughs> I've heard the Peacock has took a shit on a lot of people. So. Yeah, so then I saw there was you know, memes about it. So I, then I realized, oh, it's not just me. It wasn't mm-hmm. just my Peacock. It was the collective Peacock. The collective Peacock took a shit sorry everybody but no wwe money in the bank but and the bad thing I did the, catch up on it. 
today. The, the bad thing about it, though, Jack, even though it's all spoiled for me by the time I watched it. <laughs> That's the thing. I was watching it, and I got an email, and I checked my emails. Normally, I don't get emails sent of spoilers to my email address. WWE like, themselves are spoiling the show. That WWE themselves spoiled it for me. They oh, said John Cena's back, and I'm like, yeah, I got the same thing. I was like, <laughs> I, I was even staying off Facebook. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Some was already spoiled for me because people post pictures like instantly what's happening. Yeah, but um, that's, yeah, that's... I got, I, so I'm staying off, and then I'm you know I've got my phone and it pops up. You know who's emailing me? It's WWE. Yeah, John sounds like oh, okay. Well, that might have been pretty cool to see if you know live. <laughs> if I knew it wasn't happening, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah. But the thing is, he came back and he didn't really even say anything to Roman. Yeah, I don't Reigns. think he said anything. Did he just walked out? He just walked out and he's just like walking around with his weird haircut now. And yeah, almost, and, I, is he? Did he go bald? And he has like some kind of weird trans. He's got it come straight back. You know, that's, that's and it's like you can look. tell there's a big bald spot there, but he's trying to hide it. And I know that's, his dad has resorted to other things where you know he's taking care of it, but I remember back in the day when Bruno San Martino used to come back, and you you might not have noticed he had the big comb over when he's doing the commentary, but when he'd start wrestling, it would yeah. all flip over it to the thigh. But uh, you know, things have progressed since uh, those days, but it's very strange looking. You can tell it's not natural, it's not uh, good looking either. Yeah, yeah. So I don't it was know weird what... though. So I was watching it today, trying to get it watched before the show, yeah. and um, so I wasn't really paying much attention to the match because I knew who won. Because I think I knew who won everything. Because even like you said, mm. WWE's posting pictures of everything that happens. You know, yeah, all the winners like... of the matches. So I knew of who all won people. Everything. WWE, you, you do have a product where people can go and watch it. They may want to watch it without spoilers. You know. Yeah. So I, so I'm not, I wasn't, I don't know if the match was good or not, to be honest with Reigns. And uh, I assume it probably was good, but I, I just wasn't paying attention. And, mm-hmm. uh, but then when I heard the music, I was like, oh, this is the one I want to see. So I paused it went and got my coffee, sat back down and like, oh, so I want to see this promo. And he just comes out and then, then it went off. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was all he did. He, he, yeah. he, there wasn't no promo or I thought you would at least get a promo, but. No, no promo. Jonathan uh, Jackson! Get Peacock Premium, you cheap sons of bitches. Unleash the car! So you got to have premium to uh, get like a, a, a stream I that I works? I have it already, don't I? I, get it I think I do, yeah. Like I get it for free because I'm a subscriber to Xfinity. Same with me. And, and I think, yeah, it's free already, so. But thank you for the five dollars, Jonathan. Yeah, exactly, that comes to about two bucks after YouTube takes its cut. <laughs> Not to discourage anybody. No, no, I really do appreciate. You take a, a large sum of John the- Brown. By the way, you gotta send me your address, and I'll send you up that autograph photo. I still have one left. If someone would like an autograph, mm-hmm. um, guys and fries photo, uh, ten dollars or more to a super chat here, and you will send one. If JJ wants one, he can send another five bucks, and uh, I'll add it together. Enter that super chat. I'm just going to carve his name into my arm right here. Do it. 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 I don't, I don't know where. My ah. 
is fake, sir. <laughs> you ever think about it. carving my name into you? No. I no. had I knew somebody who carved their name into their girlfriend's leg. <laughs> that sounds like a, a an insane person. His initials. <laughs> He's like you're mine. Yeah, and then into her inner thigh. And then and she was down with this, or, do, or it was. No, but her parents and didn't allow him into the house again after that. I remember. Oh, imagine that. <laughs> How mortified would you be if that was your daughter and like she came home with somebody's initials tattooed into her? Yeah, they he did it in their house. I don't, yeah, I don't, I wasn't there, but uh, it was, you know, it was everyone knew about it. Jonathan Jackson says, I had zero issues. So, Jonathan Jackson, he, he isn't saying the peacock was good to him. I mean, he's a big fan of the cock. Vince Rudo says premium. You don't get any ads on all programs. So I guess I don't have premium. I'm not paying. I guess I don't. I don't mind ads. So fuck it. I don't mind a little ad here and there. Whatever. I watch that that one for not too much on there. I like, but I do like um, whatever it is with all those Star Treks on. I like it. It's got a lot of stuff on. I like Star Trek. Uh, you got you got they're 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 on um amazon prime and netflix no i mean the what the new um no i don't think they're on netflix picard. Uh, yeah picard and all those but they also have all the star treks mm, i'm not sure which one that is it's got a lot of good content i like it hbo max no i'm just guessing now but i forget peacock uh, I know I watched that one Applebee's commercial several times while watching the broadcast of Money in the Bank, <coughs> where Baron Corbin wants to have a table to himself at the end of the uh, commercial. Rick Boogs is in the commercial. Uh, have you bared witness to Rick Boogs? Yes, yeah, my fr the first time seeing him. Initial reaction, please. The thing is, I heard so much about him. I think I'll be honest. I think I would have liked him a lot better if I didn't hear about him. Uh -huh. Then I wasn't sure. Cause I know disco. Like if I hear clips of disco, he's like saying he's like the greatest thing. I, I, I think it was funny, but I disco. do. I probably would, if, if I had never seen it before, I probably would have really liked it. Disco likes Rick like Boogs. Yeah. I think it's, it's kind of puts a smile on my face just because Shinsuke plays off of him so well, but the Rick Boogs himself necessarily, it doesn't really. Do much yeah i don't know i heard so much about it and it, it was fine but i don't know uh, uh, it's just kind of goofy uh, i mean it's fine i don't know it's better than a lot of the other stuff on the show where i took last week off and i i i had to catch up on a lot of wrestling and i will say that i watched money in the bank i have not watched raw yet but i'm sure i'll watch it later on in the week i had to watch two episodes of aew and my god it's like night and day Watching a WWE show and then watching an AEW show, it's just like last week's AEW is great. Yeah, it's so much better. It's just like I don't even mind watching this. Some WWE shows, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's it's really like it's a it's chore. It's a chore. To yeah, get it's like I have to watch this. That's why I stopped watching it like a year and a half ago because it really was a chore to watch for the show. And then it's just like, what am I mm -hmm. doing? Now, they're all not chores. I will give them credit where credit's due. I thought SmackDown this week was a very good episode of SmackDown. I always hear good things about SmackDown. I haven't yeah. watched it for a long time. But. 
I mean, whoever is putting the effort into SmackDown, they should move them over to Raw and have them do that show. I, well. I like, I always like the Reigns storyline stuff, so I'm sure. It's yeah, it's like, why can't we have something like that on Raw instead of like Drew McIntyre getting a broken sword and he's pissed off about it? And yeah, I see. See, so I don't watch a show, so then I I watch the pay per views, and so you get a little bit of the you know the backstory of the shows sometimes. When did he just be? He seems like a like he his promos are like all comedy based now, and he used to be like the serious mm. guy. I think yeah. they do that to everybody, and then he just comes off like a. It doesn't fit the character, and he's not good at delivery of it. No, no, he's not. It's very forced, and I think he should try to um, get it back to more serious character because I mean he he looks like a legitimate badass. I mean, he's yeah, I was always a fan dude. of it. You know, and just him doing comedy does not work, no. So the the pay-per-view, uh, we'll go match by match, but I have one big question, which I think kind of ruined. I mean, I whatever, but so after you have the men's uh, money in the bank, you um, Rollins just goes like, I shouldn't even be in this anyway. I, you know, I should be for the, the world title. So I'm just saying whoever wins the, the world title match, I'm next. And I was just like, mm -hmm. this that just ruined the whole the whole concept of money in the bank. What is the point of it? Well, if if someone who loses it can just say, I, I get the next title shot. Why well, even bother it being in it to win? They could just walk up and say, I get the title shot. He's doing like a crazy character right now. So I don't think you're supposed to take him seriously. Yeah, like, but he's, it seems like he's gonna get the title shot. He probably will, just because this is WWE. But just from the storyline standpoint, it, he is like doing like a crazy kind of character. That I also think him coming out and costing Edge the match was a a terrible way to build the Rain Cena match because the, the Rain Cena you want Reigns at his hottest, and now yeah. he just he he had a he probably he should have lost the this match. So now you have the guy that squeaked out against Cena as opposed to the guy that been beating everybody versus mm. so what what's the storyline going to be for john cena taking on roman reigns just that. this this is also prom every time a guy comes back they just immediately go for a title like goldberg yeah. he just comes back even though he's lost his last couple matches he's back and he goes for the title and i have no problem you know these guys eventually getting a title but you're watching a show and it should make some type of sense what well, it makes no logical sense that a guy would come back has no no wins and he would just get a title shot like mm -hmm. that wouldn't happen in a, you know legitimate contest of any kind yeah. like can he win something to to get a title shot or just yeah. put him in a few in a match with somebody else and, I mean you could yeah. think of some type of reason why he gets a title shot yeah, you could come up with something. It was kind of like the Edge storyline. They didn't really do a whole lot to make him like. Well, at least he won the Rumble. Yeah, he won the Rumble, and then Daniel Bryan weaseled his way into the match, and yeah. then so. But like with this new one, I guess just because they wanted just to have Edge and Roman Reigns, I, I don't know. But... <laughs> yeah, now it's going to be Goldberg and. Goldberg's in it. Goldberg versus uh, um, Lashley's coming up. Oh, that's going to be the next one. I thought they were trying to book towards something else with Lashley. Like, uh, no, I think it. I think Goldberg was on Raw and he's going to fight Lashley. Oh, I did not watch Raw. Okay, I okay. didn't either. But 
Yeah. From what I gather, I don't know. I've seen on some of the spoilers that uh, uh, one of the most god-awful characters I think WWE has come up with in a long time and put it on somebody who cannot portray it, even though it's a bad character to begin with, is uh, Nikki Ash. She I, is now. I could not agree more. And I think the name is awful. Nikki Ash. Why? What? First of all, it shouldn't even be Ash. It should be A A S H. Should be A A Ash. Ash. You can still say it, but, and it's now people say oh, it's the same as shit. Uh, you know, with Rosie superhero training, it's like no matter what you think how stupid that was, at least th- there was a joke there at superhero training S H I T shit. Mm-hmm. Almost superhero, almost a superhero. Ash. Okay, Ash. What well, what is that supposed to mean? Nikki Ash. Yeah. Make some, make a name that makes sense for superhero. Why is Nikki Ash a superhero? Mm-hmm. I said this on Facebook, and I have to say I'm I don't be a dick, but some people are just stupid. They're just like because she don't don't make fun of it. She came up with it. I'm like I don't care who I don't care who came up with it. She came up she, with it. I guess that don't ah. make it good. Whoever came up with it, it sucks. Oh, it sucks. It's it's the worst freaking st- i mean the alexa bliss stuff is bad i think this is worse i agree i think she, i've never i've never honestly i've never seen anything in nikki cross to begin with but um, yeah it, i, I kind of agree with that i don't like i never liked her character when she came out with uh insanity and she was running and biting the ropes and everything else i thought that was just dumb um this character it's just oh it's it's a retread of uh hurricane helms and mighty you know the superhero mm-hmm. thing which was was fun at that had time. funny moments yeah uh, with the with the with but the you shit. can't just copy an old gimmick that's not even that old and she can't deliver it either no, i mean it sucks I, I think it's bad to begin with, but it's like she can't turn like lemons into lemonade. It's just, it's just bad. That went, I almost turned to, I almost, <laughs> I almost just stopped watching the pay per view because that match sucked. The opening, the opening match, the, uh, uh-huh. the women's uh, money in the bank. Yeah. Like Alexa. that gimmick, that gimmick sucks. Alexa Bliss stuff's embarrassing. She's just standing on the ropes throughout the most of the beginning of it. And, yeah, and the commentators even like saying, "Oh, she's trying to use her powers." I'm like, "Come on, mm-hmm. this is stupid." Tamina's horrible. Like every move is just botched. <laughs> just a botch of mania on Tamina. The whole th- it was a bad match. Like you could clearly see they're working together, and everything just looked poor. And yeah, I don't really have much positive to say about this pay per view, honestly. Then some. Then again, people are like, "Just be happy she won." I was like, "Why? I don't want her to win. I hate the character." <laughs> why? So, why, like, is, why she a, she is she an internet darling or something? Why? Why? Did, why are they enjoying this? I, I honestly have trouble like believing anybody who says that they're enjoying Nikki Ash. I mean, because to me, it's the worst thing. I agree. Ever. This is what makes no sense to me. The the internet will turn on people like uh, um, Charlotte and, and these other people, but they'll say this woman should be like, like, come on, like, these people are way better. Charlotte's like a million times like better in every way possible. I'm not even a big fan of Charlotte, I know, but I would say admit, that she's definitely way better, hands down, than Nikki Ash. My only problem with that match, I thought was I actually thought that was a great match. Um, Rhea Ripley and Charlotte. 
Yeah, is this they they need to portray one of them as a baby face. Yeah, it is it's weird dynamic that both of them are coming out there and trying to be like a heel. I would think it would be easier for um Ripley either both to... baby either two baby faces better than uh two heels. Yeah, it's it's very weird dynamic that they're doing with that. And and the booking for the match wasn't very good either. I, like I just thought it was too, very poorly executed. I didn't see any of that. <laughs> well, yeah. I just say they, they had that one angle where they both come out in crutches and and she's like, "I'm going to do the same thing that I know you're trying to do to me." And like and then she swings the crutch at her. It's it, it wasn't good. Bad. It, there's this weird thing on the internet, I think that uh People just think everyone needs a turn with like the title. No. And like, okay, that's like a nice like sentiment, but it doesn't make for good television. No. It makes for no one ever getting over. Like just because you're around doesn't mean you should be the, the, the champion. All right, Vic. We're going to have to publicly shame Vic here. He's saying in the chat room, I like the Nikki Ash character. I must be the only one. Apparently, he's not the only one because you've seen other people who, who like her as well. Yeah, Steven. Steven? Oh, Steven. Oh, this is the kind of stuff that makes I'm, I watch and I'm like, oh, this is why I don't watch a show. Good God. It really is just douche cringy stuff. When you start watching, you're just like, oh, please, nobody come in and watch me <laughs> watching this. And don't please, heavenly God, I don't want to explain it to anybody because that's just the worst thing ever. Why is this person calling herself Nikki Ash and she thinks she's a superhero? And I'm just like, ah. It's like, and if you're gonna, I know do, you think I'm an idiot for watching this right now. I'm sorry, but I don't like this either. Yeah, and if you're gonna do it, which to me it just sucks anyway. Don't even do it. But mm -hmm. at the at the very least, get like a superhero name. Like, would you see a superhero named like Bobby Ash? Like, I don't even. It doesn't even make any sense. Bobby Ashley, probably. I mean, that's a pretty heroic. Maybe name. that's what that woman was. Bring her back. <laughs> <laughs> she had a money character in the works right there now i'm looking this up i didn't realize because the usos had the belts on the show and i was like did i miss a match but apparently yeah. it was pre-show why would they put the a title switch on the pre-show and it, it even worked into the main event of the show yeah. that, that, that makes no like fucking sense why did they put it on the pre-show when you're going to be watching the show and it, and it's, it, it made something for the end yeah, and that's a match I actually would have liked to seen. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. But yeah, that. Uh, so I figured that he was up for a public shaming or something, but apparently not. I mean, no, nothing's yeah. really happening to the, the man, man. as far as we've seen. <laughs> yeah. Which is probably what they should do. They probably shouldn't. I agree. I agree. Shame if you're going to punch him backstage, show. start whipping him. <laughs> yeah, make him do some Hindu squats or something. <laughs> make him the turtle in the Turtle Boy statue. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm surprised that you would come up with that, but yeah, I don't. I try not to work blue. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, this match, I don't know. I couldn't. It's like I saw that this was a match of Viking Raiders against Omos and AJ, and I just didn't care or pay attention. I don't know. Poor yeah. AJ. This is what AJ's in now. He's in this match. I know people love the Viking Raiders for some reason. I just see that gimmick, and I just think this is fucking stupid. These guys that are Vikings. And well, I think people are 
are in tune with them because they've been around for so long. They've been in Ring of Honor, and they they I think people still want to just keep them at a high level, but they're doing a lot of dumb stuff with these. Yeah, characters. I saw I saw like highlights, and they were like playing basketball. Uh, with yeah. I was like, what? That that happened several months ago, maybe even a year ago. But um, this is a this is a mid nineties WWE gimmick or eighty mm-hmm. like you know these Viking modern day Vikings. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Um, I love Aiden. I like the guys. I, I think that they they're talented. They are very talented. talented. But I mean, they're given this characters that they have to come out and just you know. Real I, mean, I, I they probably came up with it. I I, I I I do think they'd be better off with a with a more modern. Since when does WWE let people come up with their own fucking characters? <laughs> it's terrible. Like, do you think they hear something like I'm mean, we're Vikings or I'm. Nick Nicky Ash, Ash. Like, oh, yeah, that's fucking good. I like that. <laughs> let's, let's put Nikki Ash out there. <laughs> Nikki Ash. Now, if you oh. tell somebody doesn't watch wrestling, there's a superhero named Nikki Ash. Would they, no one would understand that? She's almost a superhero. If you heard Mighty Molly, you're like, oh, okay, that's probably a superhero. You know, like I, I think I'd rather just like, like, be like nasty Nikki or. Like, there's a lot of things I would probably rather do than to explain that character to somebody. And it's like, I would probably lick a shoe before I'd have to explain <laughs> that character to somebody. Like, oh my God, I just feel like such a douche having to explain. Like, and people are like, oh, and you like this, you know? Because I'm just, <laughs> I don't necessarily like this, but uh-huh. here's here's the character if you want to know. Right. Man. Like it really, it really just lazy, just dumb booking. Yeah, it's awful. Oh. It's awful. It's not even. It's not funny. It's not entertaining. And like the way she does it, it's like there's no comedy to it. She's just like, I'm just here to be a superhero and almost be as. And it's like, what? Yeah, it's just the shits. It's the total shits. It's bad storytelling. It's bad writing. It's bad performance. Bad delivery. So someone out there, I don't know, wrestling fan. It's like uh, the movie The Stuff. Now, now that I don't watch Raw, maybe I'm not getting like this. The, do you get like some kind of like uh, radiation that seeps into your brain that melts your brain when you watch like Raw? I guess. But so she, I don't she, know. She's... I lo- big fan of AJ, but this almost guy. He's pretty I green. get it. You push him because he's a giant, but yeah, they bring they they have people in developmental for years. Why didn't they keep this guy in developmental? Please, like halfway decent. <laughs> he just blows right past him. Like, <laughs> right on the main show. Developmental, like he's, he's <laughs> he might be all right someday, but he's like so green. Sorry, Johnny Wrestling. Here comes almost. <laughs> he's on the show. It's they've really screwed themselves with NXT. Mm-hmm. They really should have a separate uh, another developmental now because NXT is like the is like the the cool indie show. See, yeah. if you have almost there, he's going to be completely hated by their by the NXT fan base. Mm-hmm. But he's the guy that needs it the most. Yeah, very it's a weird situation. But, did you I hear about it? Carrion uh, Cross that he came on the yeah. show and he got beat by Jeff Hardy like on his debut match. One of the like the biggest 
um, potential superstars in the company. Uh huh. And right away, it's always good to. This is your first impression to this new audience, and uh, boom, he loses. I mean, uh, Jeff Hardy's a big name, but does he really need a win? I no, mean, you shouldn't debut anyone that you have any any hope of doing something with it with a loss. That's just dumb. Yeah, I mean, he could just beat some job guy. Yeah, really, just anybody. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, he didn't out. have to fight Jeff Hardy his first match. Mm-hmm. Or he could have beat Jeff Hardy's first match. Give him a, a win against an established guy right away. Bring or out that, up to the match. Bring out that goof that's with uh, Otis and have him lose. Uh, what's his name? People are telling me on every. I don't know. Maybe I'm just crazy because everyone's yelling. But people are telling me he's uh, the next Kurt Angle. I was like, I I remember watching Kurt Angle and I was invested into him after like a few of his matches thinking, well, this guy's good. I think if, if Kurt Angle had no promo ability, no presence, no, um, no, like look, no charisma Mm -hmm. and no, like, no, like legitimacy, then maybe they'd be comparable. Yeah. Vince Rudo here in the chat room says Jeff Hardy beat him in two minutes and carrying cross minutes. Two minutes and Karrion Cross is still the NXT champ. So he is Was the there NXT some story champ. Here? Did he did he slip on a banana peel or he just come in and just get squashed? I don't know. What the fuck? Are they trying to bury NXT? <laughs> you think Vince is trying they to They went to Jeff Hardy and they're like, Jeff, you mind taking a fall tonight? And he's like, No fucking way, man. Maybe shoot pinned him like Sting had to. He shoot pinned him. Maybe, from yeah. Sting. He's like, let me teach you a little thing my buddy Steve Borden taught me. Wham! Shoe pin, baby! (laughs) Count, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) One, two, three. Do do they have any clue how to make like stars anymore? I mean, I don't think they do. I don't. I honestly think they don't want stars anymore. I I think they they just want the brand to be the the show and. Yeah, but why it, you would try to book not much of a it's not much of a worthwhile brand anymore. No, I mean that you can't you can't build a wrestling show like that. You, nobody's like, hell yeah, I love ECW just because of the ECW letters. <laughs> right, right. You know? It's because of the characters that are on the show why yeah. you liked ECW. I mean, you built it all over all this time, and it does have meaning. Clearly, they sold these things for billions of dollars. Also, that's still not going to last forever if you keep if people keep stop watching a show like me. I'm a lifelong fan. I don't watch a show anymore. Mm-hmm. And how are you going to ever gain new people? I can't imagine someone watching it today for the first time and be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna. This is something I'm going to devote my time to." Yeah. Now, now, Alexander Black, his debut on NX uh, on a AEW. I wasn't necessarily crazy that he was in the company, but now that I've seen it, I'm really enjoying it. I think he's he's doing some good stuff. And that it. was that was th- that when he first popped in, I thought that was just an amazing moment. Like people, you know, everyone, yeah. plus having the crowd there was uh, was great. And uh, yeah, people were just really excited. Yeah, yeah. So it's like this will really show too if, if he really does some like good stuff here it's going to show the difference between what someone can do in one company and what mm-hmm. 
And then what the next uh, the next week when Cody came out and he was like, you know, talking about how, uh, you know, he shouldn't have attacked uh, Arn Anderson, a 65 year old man. And then, you know, he called him out and then he came up on the big screen and then he then he actually appeared in the ring. I thought that was so well done. I know? really like the uh, the contrast of Cody all in white and him all in black. I know it's kind of like a basic thing, but I thought it really worked mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. I liked it. he even and he brought attention to the fact that some people are booing cody but so it has me interested where it's gonna go they gotta pick one name though i mean he's well either... I, I i think they did but for some reason the... i normally like excalibur but i don't know why he had to keep calling him johnny and did, did nobody in fear uh, uh, you know let him know what the name was before he was i don't know that's so awkward even mention it. like that's johnny kickass or whatever his name johnny in tommy in that's his yeah. name why <laughs> even bring it up yeah I almost think he was just uh, like acting off of his instincts and kind of forgot the name or something, but they keep saying it. It's like, stop saying that name. Just stick with the one name. Now what's his one name? A fucking, um, black, um, Malachi black, Malachi black. Yeah. Just, just stay with that. Yeah. Yeah. And like, um, you know, they talk about like, Oh, uh, it like, I wrestled this guy back in like, you know, it's like no one, no one cares because, like, who thinks? I know Excalibur's a wrestler, but who really watches the show thinking this isn't? He's not like Jerry the King Lawler yeah. or someone that you know, yeah. like the history of wrestling. So if like, oh. like Lawler would say, "I wrestled this guy," I'd be like, "Oh, that's interesting," but uh, you know, or Jericho or Corey Graves like rarely brings up that he was a wrestler. You know? Right, right, I mean, right. Even though I hate yeah, it the same way. I think I, mean, I think the new guy's way better than you know, Corey Graves. Who's like that? I McAfee. I can yeah. I can understand why he's a commentator. I've never understood why Corey Graves was there. I think Corey Graves is the best commentator in WWE. McAfee's better. Chat room. Well, I've only seen a handful of times. I've not been too into him, but I know people really seem to like him. But what I've seen, I, but I've only seen a couple times on the pay per view. I will say when he got on Michael Cole's head and he was riding him. <laughs> I thought that was a little out of out of uh, question. He probably shouldn't be getting on Michael Cole's head and riding the poor guy. I mean, I know he's annoying and everything, but I mean, he is that an older dude. Good. I, <laughs> he was like up that. on top of him. He's like, Arr. somebody got me the somebody's like, oh, Cole's the best. I'm like, Cole's always been bad just because he's been there a long time. <laughs> he's just been there forever, and you're yeah, just forced to just uh, tolerate Michael Cole. Basically. Yeah, it's almost like you just. People like just assume he's this like legendary commentator because he's been there for so long. He's I have not. no idea how he's been there for so long, honestly. I mean, they go through people like crazy, but Michael yeah. Cole, he just stands the it's test of time. Like I only watching the pay-per-views, it'd be like, who the fuck is this guy? Is like Bobby Smith or something? Was the Sammy Smith or something? Was uh -huh. the new guy? I was like, who the hell is this? Who like the it was on the pay-per-view. Something Smith, Bobby Smith. Oh, the lead guy for Raw now. Yeah, who the fuck is this? Oh, every I time heard. I watch it, it's somebody it's like the people are. They've been switching a lot, and for some reason, they took Graves from SmackDown and put him on Raw with the. He, new should, he should. I don't know why they had him on both shows. Any, if you're doing a brand split, you can't have the one commentator in both shows. That never. Yeah, made it. yeah. I think they just wanted to split him and his girlfriend. So. Oh, probably. Yeah, because Carmel is on SmackDown and he's on Raw now. They love to do that. They love to do that. I don't know why, but they do. But McAfee's better than you, Graves, if you're listening. So, 
But who's I know he's listening because he he made those jokes back in the day about uh hitting it out of the park when I was and like just the week before I was talking about that. Like you remember that? You remember it. Say just say yeah. All right, yeah, oh yeah, of course. You remember it. I don't know what you're talking about, but I'll say yeah. I was like like he was hitting something out of the park and then he said it on Raw, like the the very week afterwards. But I, don't, I haven't watched Raw in, in almost two well, years. Well, this was a long time ago. This, but I'm just saying, I think Corey Graves listens to us. Oh, you said McAfee. Yeah, I'm saying McAfee's better than you, Corey Graves. Oh, I thought you said McAfee listened to the show. I don't know if he listens to us or not, but Corey Graves does, and I just want to shatter his spirits right now. <laughs> so uh, Lashley versus Kofi. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't watch this match. I'm sure it was. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a hell of a review, Jack. <laughs> I'll say Kofi and, and Bobby Ashley. I had I had like nothing. I did not want to see it, and I watched it, and I was just like, yeah, whatever. It, it happened. I mean, I'm, I I'm do, with you. There's no chance that Kofi was gonna win. So I was, just no, like, I, was I, I was thinking to myself, just get out here, Kofi and Job already. Let's get this over with. You know that's what's happening. Yeah, Kofi, I, mean, I just don't think no, Kofi's there was no possible way that that he was. It, I mean, it was just not happening. He's had a title run. It was pretty lackluster. I don't like. Think I'm kind of sure Lashley wouldn't be losing to anybody right now. But like, if he's wrestling somebody else, at least like it might be interesting. And I, I even like Kofi, but I I don't want to like what I don't know. I haven't watched the show, but like, what has he done to be in the title picture? Ah, oh, they had. They had some a rigmarole or something. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. It wasn't what, anything. If you watch like a show that. for wrestling anal uh, analysis, you're watching the wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Charlotte Flair versus Ripley. I thought this was a really good match. Um, I did watch yeah. that one. I like that one. Yeah. Uh, I did watch this next one too. The men's uh, Money in the Bank way better than the women's one. This yeah. was pretty awesome, actually. I think. It was pretty cool. You had uh, Kevin Owens doing some crazy stuff with the ladder, and yeah, this was I a agree. match too that was really benefited by uh, by the crowd. Which mm -hmm. I'm going to bring this up right now. I was going to wait till the questions, but our boy Lexar sent in some questions, and I don't think it's I don't think it's physically possible. I don't think it's scientifically possible. For me to disagree more with this statement by, by young Lexer. <laughs> I don't, I, it's just absolutely he, impossible. He normally makes so much sense, though. I mean, Lexar, I mean. So here, this is from Lexar. I if anyone were going to ask any of his questions until he called in, but. Even I if I can bad. understand like a Nikki Ash before anyone would agree with this. Okay. And I can't understand that. But here we go. Okay. Okay, let's hear it. Um, last year's version of Money in the Bank was the best version of the match. It goes to show that you don't need a crowd or have several dangerous ladder spots to have all you need. All you need is some comedy, suspense, and some creativity. And if anyone disagrees, they don't like new things and wrestling and is miserable. 
No Lexar. No, no. I think if you, if you, if that was a real statement that you thought about and wrote out, not no offense, but I think you not, this isn't like a saying you're shit for brains. I think you literally have shit in your brains. Like you have feces is like going to start dribbling out of your ears and out of your eyeballs. (laughs) That's a little harsh, but I mean, uh, do I agree with the comment? No, I I don't think last year's money in the bank was better than this year's. I I honestly think they should destroy a lot of that footage. I agree. I thought that was unwatchable shit. Like that was the one up on the top of the roof. That was horrible. hmm. That was one of the worst things I've ever seen. They're running around the. the it wasn't building. too good. No, it's no. fucking terrible. It was pretty bad. But they did kill two people. Like they threw yeah. Ray off the roof yeah. and Alex or Black. People I think. die all the time, and they just and they they don't even sell death on 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 WWE. <laughs> they totally no sell death. People talk about no selling an AW. They might no sell a super kick, but in WWE they no sell getting eaten by zombies and getting thrown mm-hmm. off a building and dying. <laughs> Well, Miz still is in the wheelchair, but he doesn't really talk about why he's in the wheelchair. You got he, he was eaten by zombies and he's in a wheelchair. Yeah, I think he would be more incapacitated than to be rolling around in a wheelchair. But remember, the end of the day, day of the dead, he's like, ah, choke on it. Yeah, they pull him. Show up in, in the in in uh, the next one in a wheelchair. You see the chicken that they pulled out of him, the rubber chicken. There's like a rubber chicken when they're pulling out all the guts. <laughs> he died a couple years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Name Joe Plant. Something with a P. Pantel- yeah, for you. Uh, I had him on the show too. Is a really what he's a real crazy guy. But it was a very very fun interview. I'd recommend checking that out. Mm-hmm. The zombies ate his kneecaps. Well, that's true, Jonathan Jackson. He might have a point there. Could be. I don't think a zombie would be feasting on the kneecaps, but maybe they just had. A- I don't think there's a lot of meat. No. Instead of eating brains, they're going to start eating knees. No, nah, that movie's not getting made. There's a Night of the Living Dead 2 coming out. I'm not, not sure how I feel about this. But Who's making it? Some dudes. Are they allowed to do that? Call it a sequel? That's my question. I don't know. <laughs> Get them on the show and ask them, are you allowed to do this? <laughs> I mean, I know the original is public domain, but are you allowed to make a sequel to a public domain film? Yeah, and I, you know, I know, I, you know, knew several of the guys from the conventions, the original, and, you know, none of them made any money off of it. So it's kind of weird to be like, Hmm. I'm going to, you know. I guess we could make White Zombie 2. White Zombie 2. Boom. Yeah. Get it done. If the uh, some wild. biggie one, just put New Day back together. Jesus, I like New uh, Biggie winning the the Money in the Bank. I think yeah, that like, they're going to yeah. give him a shot where he's you know going to go for the belt. And I've said this for years on the show. You can make one of the one of those guys the main event guy. Mm-hmm. Go with Biggie. That's fine, but you don't have to split up the group. I would keep yeah. them together. Yeah, they work good together. People want to see him like been the same since they've been split it. So put them back. Uh, people want to see it. People like it. They sell a lot of merch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roman Reigns uh, defeated Edge. This was a 33 minute match. Holy fuck. 33 minutes. 
It probably was great. I didn't. I really wasn't paying attention. But yeah, the Usos came out and they were trying to interrupt, and Ray and uh, and uh, Dominic came out to to prevent them from interrupting the match, and that leads into what was on the pre-show, like we were talking about before, that they lost to those guys. So, right. But anyways, so Dominic, I like that they put over the fact that it was like Dominic's first time in front of the fans on SmackDown, like because he's never been with the live crowd, so. I thought that was kind of a cool moment. Yeah. Big fan of crowds being back. It does make oh, shows all, all shows better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't watched Raw from this week, but I'm I'm assuming it helps that Raw. AW, has a... uh, you know the live crowds, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Go away, COVID. Don't come back. Right. We don't want you to come back, please. Don't come back no more, no more, no more, no more. I saw um in um Madison Square Garden. You have to show proof of um vaccination to get in. I got mine right up there. So if I went to MSG, I could I can get it. But is there any confidential information on that? that- I, I posted a picture of mine. People told me not to. I'm not really positive why. I think maybe they can, maybe someone can make a fake one or something. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I won't do that then. But I, mean, I had mine up on my Facebook for a while. But yeah, I've got that sticker somewhere. But I keep mine in my wallet, although they it's a little too big. So it's kind of afraid on the one end. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I keep it in there. Um, I know uh, a lot of my um, uh, movie making friends were in favor of this um they're thinking about uh for movies you have to show proof that you're uh vaccinated i think i think that works i'm for it but i know a lot of people aren't but i mean i don't know just get around i I know um when they when they went back to acting there for a little while even some big hollywood things had to had to stop early because the COVID spread so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think if you're working with people all close like that, yeah. you should be vaccinated. Let's just nip the shit in the bud and get it over with. You know, get everybody. There's the the rumor going around that um, who's the the big some uh rock the rocks uh, cousin or niece or whatever her name is Nia Jax. Nia Jax. Yeah. Um, that he uh, that that she uh is gone from WWF because she won't get her uh vaccination. Really, she's that against it. I guess you're going to lose the job that you're probably going to make the most money at. I mean, what well, that, that ref he he gave up a six, so he gave up at least a hundred thousand dollars because he he wouldn't get vaccinated, and so they said if you have to get vaccinated, uh, if you're not going to get vaccinated. You have to get tested every day and then wear a mask, and he wouldn't do that either. So. It's like you got to do something. You can't just refuse everything. Well, why would he do that? I mean, just get the damn shot. I mean, you feel bad for a day or so, but then it's over with. I mean, I didn't even feel bad either. Either shot. I felt bad on my second one, but it only lasted a few hours. So, I mean, then I was right as rain. So. 
But yeah, like in Nia Jax, what's she gonna do? I mean, other than I mean, is she gonna go to another wrestling promotion? I mean, I don't know. Most of them would probably want you to be vaccinated too. I would say, yeah. Unless it's like you know, somebody. you are in a huge arena full of people too. I mean, it can spread pretty far. So I think it's in your best interest to get vaccinated. I mean, she's big too. So like, if she'd get it. Oh, I'm not speaking on that, Jack. I'm not making fun of her. I'm just saying, you know, big lady. I keep hearing stuff over here. I think there's some type yeah. of critter down here. <laughs> Maybe it's Nia Jax hearing you talk mm-hmm. about her. She's I had a possum. Ass. I had a possum in my kitchen a couple weeks ago. That was interesting. That's what happens when you live by the woods. Mm-hmm. Although I never had a possum in the house before. This is a baby one, though. It's very cute. Anyway, he's gone. Unless he's down here somewhere. Once upon a time, Jack, I told my friends that I thought the song by the Toadies, Possum Kingdom, was a love song. And they're like, what the hell is the matter with you? I don't get it. It's a song about murder. No. <laughs> That probably is love to you. <laughs> but, I mean, he, there's lyrics in it where you thought, okay, uh, but it's really him just trying to lure her in to go murder her. But, um, like, there is, like, love elements, but by I just wasn't, I, I just wasn't bright to catch on to that at the time. But Juju, beware. Make up your mind. When you think of love, but he is screaming at the end of the song, Do you want to die? So, uh, not one of my stellar moments for everybody out there. So, Man. that was Cooter who uh, I told that to. And he was like, What the hell? That's a, that's a song about death. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, okay. Duh. So, Naya Jack's. Uh, Posted God made the uh, tweeted God made my immune system and I trust him the most. Well, God doesn't sign your paychecks, <laughs> so get back to work and get that fucking shot. Uh, I, if well, wouldn't have God made the vaccine too? Yeah, I mean he 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 made people uh, able to uh, produce the vaccine, so. And he made uh, he made COVID. Then, if you're going to go off of that, the devil did it. The devil did it. Whenever I do this lately on pictures, I, I it's the claw. I always I always do this. My everyone's saying I'm grabbing titties, but I'm not like trying to be a pervert. I'm just, <laughs> At least it's not a turtle. No one said that before, but until after I lost weight, everyone now thinks I'm a pervert or something. <laughs> I was about to say, you pervert. Why do you want to grab my titties? One woman said, though, I needed two hands to grab hers because they're big. Just one of them, man. Was that BB the MT? (laughs) No. I I think she unfriended me. She did? Yeah. Damn. Fuck her. You'd want to, wouldn't you? No. Yeah, you would. I, I could think she's attractive then, and now she's what, like probably like sixty or something. 
You're going to get Bob Holly breaking into that basement in a minute. He's going to be like, what are you talking about? Is he still banging her? I don't know. <laughs> that's a name you don't hear much about anymore, Bob Holly. No. Nah. Like guys after the the guys that were there forever, they, you know, they bring him back as agents and stuff, but he's not done anything. Mm-mm. He'd be a bad agent. He'd probably just like start kicking people in the head and stuff. <laughs> I helped that kid. He knew he had brain cancer after I beat the shit out of him. <laughs> It was teaching him how to respect the business. Poor guy. Former like better, Bob Holly or uh, do you like him or, or Billy Gunn better? Bob Holly or Billy Gunn? Oh. oh, that's a tough one. But I'd have to say Billy Gunn I like better because, I mean, Bob Holly just beat the fuck out of that guy for no apparent reason. Just because he's having a bad day, apparently. And then he said, it's for respecting the business. And he was like the nicest motherfucker on the show. Why are you beating the shit out of him for? There was plenty of people in that season of Tough Enough he should have beat the shit out of. He was just because Matt Capitelli was dumb enough to get in the ring with him at the time. He's like, yeah, I'm beating the fuck out of him. What a fucking ass. <laughs> and then Al Snow's like, you know, sometimes you just have to learn things about this business. It's like, how can you fucking say that, dude? He just straight up mugged the motherfucker right in the ring. That's not respecting the business. That's just beating the shit out of somebody for no apparent reason. Because you're a sadistic fuck. I guess BB the MT wasn't giving him any at the time, so he was a little pissed off. Maybe she left him around then. And Matt Capitelli got the uh, full brunt of it. Maybe. It's possible. God rest his soul, Matt Capitelli. How bad do you would you feel if you're Bob Holly? Like, you know, you just beat the fuck I, out of this you guy. Just ended there. How bad would you feel for Bob Holly? But yeah, beating people up. <laughs> he beat the hell out of the guy, and the guy's now passed on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's got to like think back on that and be like, man, I'm a real piece of shit. You know? He probably just sits back and laughs or something. Probably. Like, glory yeah. days. Start singing that song. <laughs> the glory days. <laughs> I, I would really think, man, what a sadistic fuck if that's what he was like. That's why, I mean, I never felt bad like when he got his neck broken by Brock. He's like, he's uh, a cool asshole. And then of all people, the sandbag, he's like, I'm wrestling Brock Lesnar. I'm not going to go for his move. It's like, how fucking stupid is he? <laughs> <laughs> Brock's just like, <laughs> he's like, dude, like, Brock. Like, I don't want the guy, like, you know, like, but I mean, come on, man. That was pretty stupid. <laughs> He's like, let's just, I'm just going to sandbag Brock Lesnar here. <laughs> Seems like a good guy to try that on. Oh, just... yeah. <laughs> I mean, Enter is the baddest man on the planet, and he wouldn't even do it. No, not, not on Brock. No way. All right. Should we take uh, Zooms? Let's take the Zoomers. Who's zooming? Who? Who's zooming? I can't stay real late tonight because I got a dentist appointment in the morning. So, all right, let's take the zoom and we'll get to the question. Yeah. Stevie. Turning into like uh, Paparazzi or whatever his name there. Uh, what's his name? 
proverb. My neighbors start calling the police soon. I don't know. If, I wonder if they can hear me from the basement. They might. Like that's a cavalier asshole yelling from his basement again. He's across the street down here. <laughs> I don't think she's talked to me in years. Now I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you guys had a good relationship. Man. I don't talk to any. Well, no, I don't really talk to any. the old. There's a new old guy that moved over here. He's pretty cool. Do you wave hi at your neighbors or anything? Oh, yeah, I wave hi to people. Well, I mean, when I think about it, but a lot of times I have my, I'll have my earbuds in. I'm listening to an audiobook or something, and I, I, I just don't really pay no attention to people. You'll have to like try to get my attention when I'm walking around. Like, oh yeah, Stephen, do you do you wave at your neighbors? Oh no, no. you don't. No. Oh. I'm questioning your judgment here. Uh, you, you're a fan of Nikki Ash. <laughs> Here. That was one of the that was one of the highlights. Okay, so she got the briefcase, and um, spoiler: since you didn't see Raw, the following night they did a rematch of Charlotte versus uh, Rhea again. Uh-huh. Yes, the very next night, hmm. and um, it was the in fact it was the main event of Monday Night Raw with Charlotte versus Rhea. Well, I mean, if they're going to do it, it should be the main event. Yeah. And um, so Charlotte Charlotte keeps Charlotte keeps the belt and then Rhea attacked her after the match and then threw her back in the ring. And then you, you, Nikki comes out and she's got the briefcase. And at first I thought it was a tease that, you know, she was like just standing on the ring apron holding the briefcase and is she going to cash it in? Is she not going to cash it in? And then she gave it to the rep and the announcer said, she's cashing in the briefcase. Okay. So then she just, I think she just jumped on the turnbuckle and stood there and waited for Charlotte to stand up. And then she did her, her Nikki cross body mm-hmm. and pinned Charlotte and won the belt. I actually enjoyed that. I thought that was one of the highlights, especially when she went out and celebrated with the fans. I thought that was great. Well, I haven't seen it, but I do not like the Nikki Ash character. I think all our Zoomers right now, they are fans of the Nikki Ash character. So. Well, to be perfectly honest with you, since it all started for the women, I may have not been the most happiest for this because don't forget, there's been quite a, there's been, I think probably Carmella has been the only one that got her first victory. And uh-huh. all we remember has been former champion. So this was the big highlight for me, of course. Like, she got the money in the bank that never won the belt. And then she did it 24 hours later. So this was a big So moment. she's the only woman who's cashed in the money in the bank and actually got the belt? Uh, no, I'm talking about not former champion. Oh, former like champion. A non-former champion. Carmel has been the only one that hasn't won the belt when she won it. It's kind of a shame that Charlotte's already lost it. But, I mean. I agree. Why you you had this big feud between the yeah. two? I think the best women or two of the best women there, and then you just throw that all. I mean, on idiot. I guess it does add to the unpredictability of the money in the bank. Fuck the money in the bank. Just end this shit. It's not been interesting for ten years. Yeah, it's the same thing all the time. Someone walks around with a briefcase, and then and it's I don't crazy. know. I, th- I thought Rollins cash. It sucks for the baby face. Even if you like Nikki Ash, 
this is a terrible way for her to win the title in the first time. If you if you want to have the the underdog baby face that you think deserves having the title, she should win it fair and square, not after someone just had two grueling matches and they just run in and win it. That's how the heel wins it, not a baby face. So she won it. She beat somebody who wasn't who wasn't at one hundred percent. Yeah. So would you say then that Rob Van Dam's the only one who cashed in a briefcase properly? I don't know. What's that? A hundred years ago? <laughs> he cashed it in against Cena, right? Yes, he did, and he announced it well in advance to promote the. Um... Oh yeah, that was good. Yeah, I mean the first time you had it, it was cool. First couple times, but geez, now you, well, you can have a top edge. But his is always forever the best. Edge. Yep. Yeah. No, I know, and he was the one that held on. I started saying the best one ever was Otis. <laughs> Otis, when he lost it to the Miz, the best storytelling ever. Oh, the storytelling part of it, yeah, yeah. He like he lost it to freaking uh, the Miz because the Miz like screwed him out of it in in wrestlers' court. Fuck money in the bank. Stop it. That's, that's what I see. Well, I was going to say. Nikki Ash sucks. She sucks as a wrestler. Stop bringing it up. And the character is horrendous. Mm-hmm. Makes me embarrassed to used to be a wrestling fan. <laughs> <laughs> You're still a wrestling fan, bitch. I like AEW. Yeah. Are you just a strictly AEW fan? Is that well, what I mean, you are there's now? A, I'm, I, I haven't watched a lot of the other stuff to know if, if I like it. But I'm sure there's some other good stuff on. Mm-hmm. The views just plummeted. They're all pissed. They're like, fuck this show. You've got to show respect for Nick, the great Nikki Ash. <laughs> Screw them. I don't want them as uh, viewers if that, if that's how they feel anyhow. Shit. I mean, you should be able to listen to somebody and, and agree to disagree with somebody. You know? No. Your, your I mean, opinions disagree, are always... And I'll say you're wrong for, for thinking otherwise. I'm not even going to agree to disagree. Not agreeing to disagree on this one? Nope. What, on what part? The Nikki Ash part? Yeah. And oh, definitely okay. with Flexar, forget Nikki Ash. There's no way I'm going to agree to disagree with Flexar about that the show is better without a crowd. That's only something some you know, lunatic would think. I'll say that, yeah. Um, I guess. AEW. <laughs> kind of self Smackdown. Even Raw, all benefited from live people. It just yeah. at wrestling in a whole. Anyone who thinks otherwise, I mean, come on. Come just on, stop man. being an asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. so easy. Like they add so much to the show, and it's just like, you know, you don't want to watch a show where it's just people just sitting on no no sound at all, and somebody just falls on the floor. And it's just like dude. <laughs> then you have you know fake crowd crowd noise that stuff was all horrible and then the, the no crowd at all like an impact i just watch it and i'd be like the only like commit suicide the show's just like so like so depressing they should have a lot of suicide helplines whenever they go to commercial for smackdown just you know are you wanting to kill yourself from watching the you show they brought in suicide <laughs> suicidey 
No, suicide from uh, an impact. Yeah, he, and then he's manic, and now he's back to suicide. So. But impact, I don't know. They got are they gonna, do they have crowds yet? I don't know. I've missed a few of their shows. I'm like three shows behind on them, and they had a show on Saturday. I think if one show has crowds, they can all have crowds. I don't understand. Well, they film their stuff in, in advance, so it's like they might have to catch up to have shows so, with crowds. Yeah. I want to take a walk on this, Stephen, by the way. I'm not, this isn't her fault, of course, but we know for sure they're trying to build it up to dad, of course, but isn't Charlotte going the same route like they were with the hardcore title for just one night? <laughs> because this is just only 24 hours just for a championship run because we all know the, all the past champions that have, I mean, all the women that have won money in the bank, they've cashed in right away. And do you think the women's title means anything that much anymore? Not just because it's Charlotte's fault, because she's getting it for like the one night or one day, because this is the third time someone's actually cashed it in on her. Mm. Yeah, none of those, none of, when you say uh, 14 time champion, 16 time champion, it's like. <laughs> You devalue your titles when you have like 24 hour reigns and you say, oh, I'm yeah. a 14 time champion. It's like, it doesn't mean a damn thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you're going to have someone, if you're going to have her win it the next night, why'd you even switch it to begin with? Yeah. Just have like uh, her run out with uh, it when, been more uh, important. Rhea Ripley's all beat down or something. <laughs> Yeah, on Stephen, were you actually predicting? Because I was already prepared for it, but do you think we're gonna have to wait a couple more weeks? They're gonna, I'm sure it's just because we already saw a couple of returns already, but they didn't want to do this maybe on all one night. But do you think they're gonna do this for SummerSlam with Becky back? Because I don't see Nikki holding the belt that long to take you one on that Jackie Jones to make you happy. Because I know for sure there has to be a bigger champ to head into SummerSlam. Well, yeah, I don't think anyone could be into Becky Lynch versus Nikki Ash. <laughs> Yeah, Charlotte yeah, flipped off everybody during the pay-per-view when they started chanting, we want Becky. Yeah. Like, you want Becky? Oh, yeah, the, the Stone Cold moment. That, uh, <laughs> yeah, and they turned the camera it off. Yeah, yeah, and I, I swore that was a signal to let everyone know she was in the building for a moment when I didn't, wasn't aware of that. So was Goldberg on Raw? I thought he was, but I could be wrong. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is this all gearing up for SummerSlam? Is that what they're doing? They're getting so like the big these matches are all fresh matches for SummerSlam. Like, mm-hmm. well, fresh matches using old people: uh, Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg, John Cena versus Roman Reigns, uh, uh, Jinder Mahal versus Drew McIntyre. Jinder Mahal. Yep. Jinder Mahal. Yep. And Edge yeah. versus Seth Rollins. So there are your. SummerSlam matchups. Took the man's sword. What are you expecting to do? And then he broke it. I mean, then then Drew McIntyre busted up his motorcycle. So <laughs> it's, weird, to some, it's weird to have part. all those comebacks at once, don't you think? Like when you spread out Cena and Goldberg. Yeah, but they only want to bring him in for SummerSlam. No, but it seems like to do re- two like big comebacks, also to have two like old guys going for both titles, seems kind of weird. Mm-hmm. there's just one person on the roster i feel really bad for of how much it carried during the pandemic all year last year in the beginning of this year i feel so bad for how big he became before we were waiting forever for this moment drew is now a mid carter 
after a whole year. That's what I feel real bad for since fans I are back. I think they should have make card status. Just a goofball. Yeah. All right. We're gonna ask some of these questions here, unless someone, any, everyone can answer. Unless there's anything else you want anyone to bring up here before we get to the question, because Intra needs to go see. I need to go, Betty. Bye. Oh, since you were on, since you weren't on last week, um, I wanted to. I, I posted something about Paul Orndorff passed away last oh, week, yeah. and yeah, one of our favorite guests, Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. Yeah, met him at conventions. Shame yeah. passed away, but. Yeah, you know, big fan of his uh, personally. Um, so, so did you guys? I always thought it was too bad that um, you know he holds records. Uh, his um, matches with Hogan, like you know, uh, were so big and had. I think they still hold the records for like you know attendance. But it was uh, you know the pre wrestle pre pay per view uh, show. So I don't think. Yeah. Really is remembered as well because there's not, not they didn't main event like a pay per view. I know he's technically in the main event of WrestleMania, but more he about paper. Trained a lot of guys in uh, WCW as well. A lot of guys was trained by Paul Orndorff. Big fan. Did I always was a fan. Mm-hmm. Great pile driver. I like the pile driver. You yeah, think it, Vader's battling him in heaven with uh, flip flops on? maybe they're sitting back having a good time he's like i want my win back do you think that's what you do in heaven just start fighting start battling i mean if you're a wrestler what else are you gonna do play some parcheesi it's a heavenly throwdown <laughs> or cribbage maybe some cribbage i have cribbage on my phone oh am i wrong I by the way i think this is cribbage. the end of the heathen family yeah, most of them are gone. There's a few people left uh, from the Haku is still alive. Haku, yep. the Brain Busters. Mm-hmm. Not too many, though. Uh, Brooklyn Brawler. Yep. Well, briefly, Terry Taylor. But... <laughs> yeah, but uh, the majority of them, though, are passed away, including Bobby Heen. Uh, Bruce Briscoe, do you think Cena is back for good? No, no, this is only a temporary measure. You know, he's got a show coming on HBO, does he? What's this show about? It's a character from Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah, which is weird. The movie's not even out yet, and they're already making a show about one of the one of the minor, well, one of the characters. You think you'd wait to see how it does before you make a whole show about it, yeah. Matt Horton, do you think Cena has taken a leaf out of Seamus's book with a no sunbathing policy? Is he white? Is he real pale? Oh, uh, probably. Well, they'll fix it. They'll spray him up. I was out in the sun when I went to the beach. I took my shirt off. I burned all over. Did yeah. not tan at all. What happens with the Irish? Yeah, I just, I just burned. Just burn. I'm Italian. I don't burn. I only had one sunburn in my life. My I, back's all... I, I buzzed ahead. My back's all itchy right now from like this, I guess like skin peeling or something. So disgusting. Man. Did you have a good time? Was it a nude beach? No, it was not a nude beach. It was just a beach. Did you make it one? 
You're like, no. it's Newport Beach now. I don't think that, that you can do that. You can, but you'd get arrested. I'm sure, yeah. Yeah. Worth a shot. No, I'm not doing that. Don't you know how to behave? I mean, like, well, why are you trying to make beaches into nude beaches when they're not nude beaches? Oh, it seems fun. It seems and like that would be more fun than just a nude going being nude at a beach. Not necessarily. I mean, nude beaches are just old dudes walking. That's what I'm saying. So if you go to a regular beach and it's like it's nude beach time now and pull it out, yeah, that would be cool. What's the fun in being nude at a nude beach? New if you're nude at just the beach and you're like you're doing something. Getting arrested. Man, don't you have any like a wild side? Do you have some rebel in you? No. It's just straight and narrow. You don't I don't I don't wanna rock the boat, Jack. I don't want to rock the boat. Jack. You gotta start rocking the boat. I'm not saying just whipping the wean. You don't have to whip the wean around, but you gotta do a little something. Well, if you're if you're trying to turn a, a beach I'm, into I'm a new beach, you, have to go you gotta whip the wiener out. You could do something, in, you know, in between that. Just and rock the butthole like, out. Yeah. Just put the butthole out there and see how people follow. That'd be weird. That. You just how do you whip your butthole out? Maybe I'd burn my butthole and you're I'd say like out a my hole. You doing like a Brian Knobs? Well, that's like whipping the cave out. That's like hello. Hello. Could you met if someone told you you had like a really pale uh, butthole? Would you just sit there and like bend over and stick your <laughs> ass like up at the sun for a while? Well, they say, oh, uh, you'll get kicked where the sun doesn't shine. So I think that's where they're talking about. Right. Like the sun does not shine there. Right. Hmm. May feel good, the, the hot sun shining on your butthole. How the hell did we get on this? You ask yourself. <laughs> you want to turn butthole. beaches into new beaches. Yeah, but you well, just started, you you brought it around to the buttholes. Because you're saying whip your wiener out, and then you're like, don't go so far. And then I'm like, what would I do? I mean, there's when you're on a beach. Show a little thigh or something. Oh, good Lord. What is this, the 1950s or something? <laughs> like, like, oh, that young man over there. He's wiggling his hips like Elvis. I thought that's... Uh, are there beaches in the, in West Virginia? No, I went to freaking um, Myrtle Beach. That's oh. in South Carolina. The, uh, what's his name from FanFest? Greg Price? Yeah. Oh, no. I didn't see him there. Does he live there? Uh, no, but he used to try to sell people like uh, like a share. Uh, uh, what do you, what do you, he tried to scam people to buy like uh, oh, like, like a, a share. Share of like the uh, like a um, timeshare. Timeshare, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, I do have some information, and if we had the man on the line, it would be good to know that I could inform him that Vince Russo, if you're listening to the sound of my voice, if you go to Mount Airy, North Carolina, you can go to a Chick fil A and sit down and eat your chicken sandwich. North and, mm hmm. And the manager of this 
Chick-fil-A informed me that in October, all Chick-fil-A's are going to be open. So there you go, Vince Russo. Boom, inside knowledge. Inside knowledge right there. If you would have called in the show, I would have told the man. You want to call him right now? any butthole to get that info? Or? No. No, Jack. See, no. You're 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 always with the butthole, Jack. No, you with you butthole. were the butthole man here. You were the butthole instigator. I think you are the butthole man. You brought up the you 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 can rewind because you show. said don't show my wiener. First mention of butthole. What other thing can you show? You're already on the beach. You're in just shorts. That's what you're in. If you rewind the show, everyone will find out that butthole came out of Intra's mouth first. I don't disagree, but you kind of led me into that direction. I don't know. I think you're mine. Led right to the butthole. I think your butthole is on your mouth, buddy. I was thinking the wiener, and you were thinking the butthole. That's like the new Poffo. That's the new Jackie Jones. Man, that'd be, really, that'd be a lot of limber. That'd be that'd be some hard time. I mean, maybe <laughs> like you to be maybe like RVD. He could do like mm-hmm. he could stretch for you. If uh, Jackie Jones would bottle his farts, if he sent them to Incher, would Incher inhale them on the show to see if the scent was encased in the bottle? interesting topic no I, w- I would not want to do that no no <laughs> that's, a, that's a hard no jack no okay no yeah uh remember that time a fan tried to rush bret hart in the hall of fame that was funny wasn't it no no <laughs> no it was now somebody tried to rush MJF at the last uh, AEW show. Yeah, that was funnier because they just pulled him down and started beating his ass. They should have really beat his ass, but like I think Jericho even went over to get a shot in. So, he's clearly safe where he's at. I mean, does he really have to go over to punch the man? Yeah, I think he deserves it. Then he <laughs> tried to blame. Look, I, I'm not a big fan. I used to love Jim Cornette as a you know a manager and stuff, but I'm not a big fan of of him currently. But like the people trying to blame Cornette for this, that's just stupid. Cornette, the guy, for, the, the guy said on Twitter that he did it for Jim Cornette and, and fans. Like, yeah. oh, for the love of Cornette, like he's like he's like the the lady on uh, the Omen. He's like, this exactly. is for Cornette. Exactly, dude. Come on now. You don't have to. You don't have to like appease a wrestling manager. <laughs> you know, it's like how sad is that i mean come on you got better things to do with your life than to make jim Cornette happy yeah that's pretty whacked and like why would he attack mjf is mjf feuding with uh Cornette? no i think it's one of Cornette's friends yeah oh, no i think he's really big on mjf but jerry anyway, dob says he still wakes up in the middle of the night remembering that fondly that's crazy. That's some whacked stuff there, Dobbs. I mean, this was a, a beloved hero, Bret Hart. 
mm-hmm. who had who a stroke victim and he's like in his 60s and you're getting pleasure out of a man running in during his hall of fame speech his moment in his yeah, little really on the sun probably one of the only good parts about that hall of fame was bret hart's speech you yeah. know dobbs just wants to like hate the matter with dogs he just wanted me to smell farts on the last question he's a weird guy he said inhale it yeah inhale i i, I did not inhale <laughs> what could you sm- i wonder if you uh inhale I, I also think like i guess that's i was thinking like taste too i don't know would i have to clear the palate and everything for the next one just like just to get the actual essence maybe just you to- think you could tell what i ate like based off the I'd just be like, oh, he ate he ate some leaves or something. He ate some <laughs> he ate some uh what was that you sent me the other day? Uh chicken parm or something. Like this is chicken parm. You never had chicken parm? No, I'm just saying that's stuff that you sent to me that you've ate. So I'd kind of have an idea of what you've ate. Oh, I see. I had eggplant parm tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a big sub at, at the North End. Yeah. Um, realistically, where do you see AEW in 10 years' time? Um, big time stuff. I think they'll be still going away, you know, not going away, but going at it. And you know, Jericho, I shows. don't think well, if Jericho's there, maybe as a commentator, but you know, he won't be in the ring anymore. I kind of sense him wanting to. I don't know. I almost think he's going to jump ship. Or go back to WWE. I think he's trying to. I don't know. I think he's trying to say harsh things about the WWE, so they'll bring him back. <laughs> I don't think so. It seems like everyone says they have they have the best time in, in AEW. They're trying to do a Selena Vega. They're like, yeah. And then they shut up and come on back. Like, give me that money. I mean, he's getting paid big money there, though. True. Is Jack okay with snitching on friends if they post extreme content? Absolutely not. Snitching on friends if they post extreme content? Yeah, absolutely not. Is this referencing? I don't know, but I think that's one of the lowest things. I've Honestly, that's one of those things that especially a friend uh, tattletailing on people that's low so mm-hmm. no i do not i wouldn't do that to anybody i wouldn't report someone for posting extreme content maybe if they were like killing you know harming somebody you report it to like something like that but otherwise yeah. no if the only way i would report something yeah if, if someone was like actively hurting someone or an animal or something but yeah other than that no. who asked that question what oh He's got some weird questions. I don't understand why he's asking any of this. Man, I think it's because uh, because his uh, Italy beat him in football. football. People beat beat uh, beat him in uh, the soccer. Football. Sabado gigante. Football imas. Football imas. Would you? This is from Stephen Butler. The boot. It's all about the boot. Would you cancel your WWE Network subscription and never watch wrestling again if Goldberg defeats Bobby Lashley for the WWE title? Uh, no, nah, I personally don't even care if you won. 
I'm not a big Lashley fan. I like, uh, I think it's the best Lashley's been, but I'm not really a big fan. So I, really I don't really have to cancel anything because it's like I get it for free. Oh, so. yeah, that's true, too. Good yeah. point. I think it would be stupid of them if they, if Goldberg wins the title, but um, I wouldn't really care. Did Incher get us, Jonathan Jackson, did Incher get a smile back during the break? I think they think you like left because you were pissed or something, but he was on vacation. Yeah, I'm fine. No issues. Got my smile back. See? It'd be cool if we had like a digital effect, like, like the a ching. Off of the tooth. I heard Diamond Dallas Page said he he regretted doing the stalker gimmick. Like he thought it was yeah, a dumb well, idea. No shit. It's like it's glad I'm glad he finally at least comes out and says it though. I mean, like before he wouldn't even say it. Like glad somebody beat that information. He finally probably figured I'm not going back to WWE. Yeah. He's like, ah, not getting any more money from them. So fuck it. Now he's wanting to get away from the, the yoga altogether. He's like, no, don't call it yoga. It's very weird. You took you spent like two decades building up yeah. YRG and DDP yoga, then you want to get rid of the yoga name. Weird. Brian Matthew Kluter. In the complete entire history of wrestling, has there ever been a better name than Nikki Ash? There's been several good names. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Hulk Hogan. Tucker. The Ultimate Warrior. Um, Evar. Fashion Booger. Um, the uh, Red Rooster, Johnny Swinger, Johnny Swinger. <laughs> yeah, Jonathan Jackson. What's it up? Your fucking neighbors hate you. <laughs> 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 They're hearing this. Jonathan Jackson. <laughs> That's what. Ah, it's only eleven thirty. Is Drum Cornette to blame for the interference run-in on the Cock Network during Money in the Bank? Yes. Nah. Yes. I think he buys them on pay-per-view, so he can watch them on his TV. I don't think he knows how to watch streaming websites on his TV. He's got like a young wife. She can't help him with that. She just leaves him out in the dark. She's like, ah, I just pay for the fucking pay-per-view. <laughs> pay for the pay-per-view, yo, codger. It's like, <laughs> get you a PlayStation 4 or something, Jim. You can stream it off of that or a Roku or, I mean, come pretty, on. Pretty much all TVs just have it now. He might, my TV just has it right now. Like, he, he's on the internet. Like, he's on YouTube and shit. Why can't he figure this shit out? Or have somebody do it for him? I don't know. I mean, does everybody who works with him hate him? I mean, nobody's <laughs> going to come over and show him how to use a fucking Roku or something? I'll come over and show him how to use a fucking Roku. Jason Minton doesn't live far from him. Jason Minton, go show him how to use a fucking Roku. Or whatever. Amazon Prime or some shit. I mean, somebody help him out. 
that's why you need grandsons. So you can be like, my grandson came over and showed me how well, to yeah, use I think you would need a son first or a daughter. Yeah, exactly. You can't just go from, you know, single to, I mean, you know, barren, no kids to now you get green. Kids. So, Jim Cornette, it's your own fucking fault. When you get on and you have to order the pay per view like an old codger because you don't know how to use a Roku, it's because you didn't have kids. Could you could you adopt someone as your grandkid instead of your own child? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that's ever been done. But Kyler's I adopt Vic as my grandkid. Whoa! Be like this is my grandson right here. That'd be pretty sweet. You just gotta hook. Thanks, Gramps. I want to adopt Intro just so you can call me Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that. Can I can I disagree and not be adopted by you? Who's your daddy? No, not you. I... This is a true. That's impossible. <laughs> How did Incher get his groove back? And What's can you tell us the time when you lost your mojo? I don't what? know why everyone thinks like you're just like. I don't know. I think you've been pretty good mood for a while now. Okay. <laughs> my group back. Uh, where were we? Jonathan Jackson. What was your biggest letdown for money in the bank, and why is it to mean and not winning the briefcase? She's fucking shit. I think you would be more disappointed if Tamina won it, wouldn't you? And Nikki Ash. That's half, that's half the people in that match. I'd probably be just like, what the fuck? Naomi? She's uh, a fan of Naomi, but she's a lot better than, than, than either of them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't hate her enough. I just don't really care one way or the other about her, but she's very, she can flip flips. Lexar wants to know Nick Gage was going to wrestle Zack Ryder this Saturday night in a show in Atlantic City. Are you intrigued? No. Zack Ryder versus Nick Gage. Nope. I thought he was in the crowd at like one of the AEW shows. There's like some dude who's looking a lot like Nick Gage. But I don't think it was. Could not care less. Yeah. Um, Zach also said that he wants to wrestle Alberto Del Rio. What? That's a really good name to throw out there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you really want to do anything with Alberto right now. So. Like, I want to wrestle him and then I want to wrestle like uh, Rock and Roll Buck Zumoff. <laughs> <laughs> Bring him out of retirement. That'd be a good times. <laughs> you can get Bill Cosby as the special ref. <laughs> well, you see, when you want to go out and beat this Alberto character. <laughs> you gotta get you a jello pudding pop and eat it. Maybe they could do something with uh didn't um the guy used to stick the the guy the uh Cosby faced. He's pretty good. Uh Jonathan Jackson, we did that one. Dobbs, why would Lexar why would Lexar stop Lexaring when Cena is telling him to never give up? I say rise up. 
He stopped thinking about tomorrow is what it is. He stopped. I say, Lexar, you got to get over this bullshit. Mm -hmm. Stop being a pussy. Get on the show and man up. Mm -hmm. We'll only ask you about it a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. (laughs) Just a little. Just a little bit. No, we ain't going to ask you a whole lot about it. Lexar. Right, Vic? We're not going to ask him a lot about it. I can't imagine Vic asking him about it. I mean, <laughs> get to the point, who cares, you know? <laughs> yeah, we've all seen penises. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. all have pen- a penis here. I assume. Who gives a shit? You've, you've got candy ones. I saw that post. Exactly. Little candy penises. They were kind of stale, so I threw them away, unfortunately. They were a good one. I ate some before. Lexar, uh, where does Jack get his outfits from? It depends. Uh, sometimes eBay. Sometimes my, Actually, a lot of my newer jackets my mom got me. I'm not sure where she gets This shirt I got in Boston yesterday. That's a great shirt. That's a great shirt. And, and true Italians do like pineapple on pizza. Exactly. You can't go wrong with it. See, Incher, listen to a couple uh, Italians here. Try it out. Mm-hmm. You'll like it. Mm, pineapple on my pie is the best. I know you're probably thinking you got to put some potatoes on there and cabbage. It's only pineapple. That could be a new thing, you know. I, I have know, actually had potato. I don't. I don't really think it, it's very good potato one, because I think you have two starches and you get you got the crust and the potato. They're two kind of bland. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like crust on a crust. You crust know what I'm saying? Crust. Mm. <laughs> There's a place near here. They used to make something called a baked potato pizza. That was really good. I actually had a pumpkin pizza once and I almost didn't. I was just like, I got to try it. It was very good. Um, I listened to an old episode of In Your Head over the weekend and Jack said uh, the news of Austin Aries rubbing his crotch to Christy Hemi's face. Jack sees nothing wrong with it because he thinks Austin's just being healed. Meanwhile, the internet is pissed. Which is worse, Lexar Lexaring women at shows or rubbing your crotch at a female's face while you're standing in the corner of the ring. Um, the Lexaring because you don't know you don't know the person. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I thought Austin Aries probably shouldn't have done that at the time. Well, he shouldn't have done it at the time. I say do it. Yeah, but I mean that wasn't that's you, like you, going you, into you, business you're for your part of the show. Yeah, but. That's when wrestling's out. Because you're says. part of the show, you don't just get to rub your crotch in people's face. I mean, come I on. See, yeah. How do you think the Bronco Buster and the Stink Face happened? So they just did it at first. Then it became uh, that guy's a weirdo, anyhow. He is a weirdo. weirdo. He's a weirdo. For some reason, everyone always says like he'll never take pictures or anything with people, but he took pictures with Troy and I when we went. <laughs> He, he was just in a good mood that day. He's like, this guy knows what's up. He, he lucked out. 
Also on that same episode, Jack exposed Songman for having more than 600 images of women he don't know on his Facebook page. Is this a cause for concern? Nah, Songman's a good man. I like the song, man. Ain't showing his wiener to anybody as far as I know. Oh, I did not know this. It is Lexar's birthday tomorrow. Can Vic bring out the birthday bear? This is from Lexar. Give me, give me two minutes. Two minutes. He also wants to know, a couple weeks ago when Stephen Butler reviewed RoboCop, did he get the urge to watch WCW Capital Combat 1990? I do have the network. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll re-watch it. I remember way back watching the watching wcw at that time and i was a big robocop fan and i thought obviously um i enjoyed that but it was dumb because <laughs> it was like they have this, they like have this guy Vader. in a robocop outfit and all he does is get sting out of a cage yeah that's it like it's what a big lame. waste it was disappointing he should have came in like killed a horseman or something. yeah he yeah. should have gone in the ring is that, well, maybe, a, is that official RoboCop canon, his appearance at uh, Capital Combat? Well, they should have had a run-in from the big-ass robot with the gun turrets at it. Having come in, that would have been awesome. This is for you, Lexar. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Lexar. Hey, Vic, can you buy that off off of uh, Amazon or something? Or is that how do you get a birthday bear? I don't even remember where we've got this. We've had it. <laughs> Probably for 20 years. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. To break it out for all the kids' birthdays. I love it. Well, thank you. And happy birthday, Lexar. Your birthday, you're another year older. Now it's time to man up. Get back on <laughs> it's almost his birthday in 10 minutes. Exactly. Uh, Jonathan Jackson! Jack, if a fan was trying to jump the barricade near you at the AEW shows, would you try to stop them? Nah. Yeah, it's kind of like the, like, you're kind of getting yourself involved in something that you, you shouldn't be involved in. What's like, John, what's uh, Robert's there? He'll be there. He'll just take him down. Mm -hmm. Let Justin the security Robert. handle it. Justin Roberts took that fat ass down. Justin Roberts, really? Mm -hmm. I, is there footage of it on the yeah, internet? Yeah, it was, it was yeah, footage on the internet. You could even see it on the show. Justin Roberts. Oh when you gosh. feel then that when that make you feel worse, you were like beaten down by Jonathan by Justin Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If, it he pulled, if he started choking him with his tie. I mean, like you never know how tough somebody is just by looking at them. But it's like you know, like Joey Styles beating up JBL. You never would have figured that would happen. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, something to think about when you're always saying you could pound all this ass, isn't you? Well, I did say that I never underestimate anybody. But 
Who would be the most embarrassing wrestler if that would just pound your ass? <laughs> this is a loaded question. I mean, in a fight, not like, you know, start like sodomizing. <laughs> Who would be the most embarrassing? Probably Michael Hayes. He beat me up. I'd be pretty oh, embarrassed. Pretty big man. Beat me up. He is a big man, but you know, just to go along with everything that I've said on the I show. I think that would that would be a fun one to see though. Like if he would <laughs> like not like not if he would not like hurt you, but like, you know, just kind of humiliate you a little bit. That'd be funny. Well, you're for that for anybody. Humiliating me. When you see the comedy in that, you say all this stuff about him, and then he just kind of like that would be the worst part for me is whenever I'm being humiliated, I'd look over and there's Jack with popcorn just watching. (laughs) I'm like, that son of a bitch. I know he's enjoying this. The only thing that would make it better if 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 if, um. Well, this is Gallows came out with the dangly and he just started like dangling it around and beating you up. That would be pretty awesome. Who? Luke Gallows with the dangly on his ear and he's beating you up. He's just shaking his head while he's doing it. That would be awesome. (laughs) Then I just sue him. (laughs) You're so sue happy. Jeez. Uh, have you seen any of Brian Cage's other three FTW title defenses, or did AEW make that up? It's probably on dark. I don't know. Yeah, I can't recall any of them. Uh, that belt, I like AEW, but that shouldn't be a real belt that's ever defended. Shouldn't yeah. even be there. I'm not a fan of it. Tyler Stevens, do you think ZZ would come on the show and answer the age-old question, of who he has the love for. Well, maybe we could get him to come back on his return, the long-awaited return. It's kind of a lackluster first appearance. He hasn't been on since we moved to Zoom. True. Got the love for ZZ. <clears throat> Does he have the same for OIB? Afraid he doesn't. Don't think he does. Dobbs Dean Maya. I have some dumbass questions to ask Incher. If you'd be so kind to answer them honestly. Hasn't he had a series of questions already? (laughs) I think he has. Do you think having sex with MJF's mother is a pleasurable experience? I'm sure she's a she's a looker. Sure. Yeah. What are some of the great things about being the only gay man in WV? He's asking me that I'm the only gay man in WV. Oh, I know several. We have good times. Yeah, down at the bathhouse together. Mm -hmm. Have you ever made mad, passionate love on your pinball machines with any of your significant others? Have I ever? No, no. I mean, like, I'm kind of a short guy, so there's like, you know, it's there'd be easier places to make love than the pinball machine. Do you prefer length, girth, or the push in it? What? Tyler Stephen wants to know when Incher went to the beach, was he hanging 10 or hanging and banging? I was uh, 
I'm uh, hanging 10, I guess. I don't know. Jonathan Jackson wants to know, would you spit on a kid to save your co-host's life? I mean, I don't believe in spitting on anyone, but if it was to save someone's life, I think that's a, a I think that's a better trade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, kid. Jonathan Jackson, do you think Nick Gage would be a better fit for WWE or AEW? I think a star of that magnitude could just make it anywhere. How high are you for Jackson Riker? Apparently, WWE is really big on him once they push him to the moon. Well, he deserves it. That's a former guest here on In Your Head. True. He's been there for years and has done shit. But now they're just like, let's do something. Seems kind of weird. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's strange. What, how how does this happen? Do they just like not even notice them? And then one day someone's just walking down the hall and we're like, holy shit, this, this guy should. This guy's employed here. <laughs> <laughs> have, have I approached Nikhil Callahan territory? Well, you send us, you send us some money, so you deserve it. JJ also thinks the bear is creepy. That bear is creepy as hell, Jonathan Jackson says in the chat room. Dobbs says, be honest, Vic, you popped when Italy went over playing England. I did. That's pretty cool. I hated the way it ended. I hate how you play for a month and it comes down to penalty kicks. I've always hated that. So I wouldn't have cheered for either either team but i just like to see people cry <laughs> I mean, in hockey they in hockey they play until there's a winner none of this penalty kick stuff yeah, exactly yeah so how does jack like feel about his people disowning him for pizza and pineapple combo fetish no we're into it only only uh, jerks don't like it, I say. Bunch of jerks. So is a Hawaiian pizza just pineapple? Is that pineapple and ham? I don't think you okay. need the ham for me. I actually uh, like pineapple. The ham sounds good. Yeah, it's, that's what most people do. Do it up. You know the it brings out the uh, the you need a little bit of the saltiness to with the sweet. Did Cena learn Mandarin during his studies in thugonomics? Nah, he's been studying it for a while, so. Would you rather acknowledge the tribal chief? Or like, he's, he knows a language, and he doesn't even know, like, one of the biggest cities isn't, like, a, a country? Like, how does that well, work? it's more into, I mean, it, it recognizes a country to some people, but. It was more of a political thing. But you do think if you were studying so much, you would have known. I don't know. It was just, he, it was fine what he said, but. It's a country to everybody. Right, right. It's a country to everybody, but. His apology was to appease the, the politicians of China. <clears throat> 
I thought he was he should he should never give up on his convictions. He's just a fake schmuck. I, mean, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Would you rather acknowledge the tribal chief or praise the almighty by being sodomized by the one what? People love the sodomy here. Who's sodomized? What? We're either going to be sodomized by Lashley or, or Roman Reigns. Oh. That's an interesting question. Maybe that'll be the next uh, round table. Mm-hmm. The round table of sodomy. Well, on that joyous note, I guess I'll tap out. All right. Yeah. yeah. He, he cannot. I'm going to say the same, too. Good night. <laughs> Have a good night, guys. Good night. They must have dentist appointments in the morning. They couldn't handle the uh, the sodomy. Uh, handle it, Vic. He's got staying power. Who do you think got Bailey pregnant? Well, I'm in the central. Bailey's pregnant. No, I thought she's, she's hurt. hurt. Yeah, she's hurt. But the joke is, it's for she'll be out nine months. Oh. But if she was pregnant, I would say it was Intra's boy, Michael Hayes. Oh, that'd be that. Oh, God. Uh, I think I couldn't do the show anymore if that was the case. <laughs> like Michael what, Hayes what impregnated. Like fathered like a dozen children of WWE's like uh, women's division. Oh, God. Like you go to like a convention and all these people standing around looking like Michael Hayes and then you find <laughs> out why. They're all moonwalking and wearing like orange like tuxedos. Yeah. Rebel flags painted on their face. <laughs> I rule. Oh, man. If Intra got a DUI, which tag titles would you challenge for as punishment? <laughs> um... Yeah, probably uh probably the the women's belt. Me and Jack would beat those women. Hell yeah. Be the first male women's champion. We could just identify as women. It'd be fun. Yeah. John Barker, I missed you, Jack, and Incher. Thank you. Will Incher play air guitar on Jack's grave when he dies? Jesus Christ. Well, I'm not dying before you. He said, will you play air guitar in my grave? Oh, oh I, I miss her. You're all happy. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm like, ooh. <laughs> I could. I don't think. I, I could see me doing that on Intro's grave. Before Intro would do that on my grave. And I'm not saying I would do it. But I think if one of us would do it, it would probably be more about my thing. But I'd do it out of love. Oh, my goodness. What? You use that all the time. I do it out of love. Yeah, you'd probably find it funny. <laughs> if somebody stopped you and was like, you know, you really shouldn't do that. And he's like, he'd find it funny. <laughs> I, I, in all honesty, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> if, I, if I've got to be serious and not be joking. You'd be at my funeral. Is he in the ground yet? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and hurry I this thing up at the funeral. Everybody stands up giving eulogies, and I just, just jump, jump on, on the coffin. On the coffin. <laughs> I start doing man called Sting. 
Hey, how about that Darby Allen coffin drop match? That was pretty uh, awesome. I like the coffin match. That was pretty cool. Too. Good stuff. Yeah, Darby Allen. Uh, I've been a fan of his for a while, but I really think he's one of the best all-around guys in, in the company. Big star for him. Yeah, I liked Ethan Page in it too. I thought he. Yeah, he's he's really cool. grown on me. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who he was to begin with, but uh, he's grown on me. I like him. Yeah, that was a cool spot where he did the coffin drop through the. Coffin. Oh yeah, that was that match was crazy. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow is going to be the second night of Fighter Fest. Fighter Fest. Looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it as well. I think uh, John Moxley is going to take on um, uh, Lance Archer, no. the Killer Hawk. That'll be good. Oh, you got Britt Baker taking on Nyla Rose as well. Well, I'm she's the champion. So Nyla Britt Rose Baker's, is going to be taking on Britt Baker. Britt Baker's action figure looks really bad, unfortunately. What's so bad about it? It doesn't look anything like her, and the legs are like giant. Really? Yeah, looks really bad. And th- their figures really normally look really good. Yeah, that's that sucks. Jeez. I wonder why they screwed up so bad on it. I don't know. Curious to see it. If you're looking it up right now, trying to find it. I need to see. I need to know. I like Vic's shirt there. He's got an IYH shirt. There you go. IYH for life. The blue one. Blue World Order. Blue World Order. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Mm -hmm. Or the Blue World Order shirt. Whoa! (laughs) That is bad. Jesus Christ. Oh, talk about a stinker. Oh. Doesn't look a bad any, character. Doesn't look anything like her in the face, and then the legs are like, like, tw- twice as long as her body. It's just they're bad. Do you think they're working on a Christian Cage character, and then they heard her bitching about it, so they decided to turn it into a Britt Baker character? I don't know, because I, I belong to a lot of like you know uh, figure groups, and everyone was saying how bad it looks, and I Ooh. agree. Oh, that, that was bad. Yeah. And normally, uh, honestly, most of their figures are great. They have some L, old, you know how the old uh, LJN guys are the bigger, uh, the rubber guys? Yeah. They, they're doing those. That's pretty fun, I think. Yowza. What a shit character. <laughs> what happened there? I don't know. They, did they get somebody to sculpt it that's never sculpted it before? I mean, <laughs> Jonathan Barker, can I get a shout out? Can I get a shout out to my boy, the MVP of the Heady versus the Man, Al Ulb? You know, Jack. Some people would say that I don't respond to things, but I do respond to a lot of things. And as messed up as a thing as I ever done that, I, well, as messed up things that Owl's ever done to me, I think the most messed up one is not responding to my messages because I even respond to Owl when he sends me messages. Really? And and he didn't. He never responds to my messages whenever I'm trying to conversate with the man. Really? So I mean they're right here. It's like it's like, yeah, he just doesn't respond. Was it something nice? 
He was actually kind of ratting you out a little bit. Really? <laughs> yeah. He was saying you left out that you about you with the killer uh, knife and all that. He was saying that you conveniently left out that uh, you knew what the situation was. What? Do you want to see the text? Here, I'll show you the text. Let's see. I'll show you. This is your boy right here, Jack. It's your boy. That's your boy, Jack. And see, look, when you're done reading. Oh, yeah. Well, that was supposed to be funny. Yeah, see? And then I responded. No response. What a what a see he now that's what I was talking about the tattletale see that was the whole fun of the thing was we were both sent you like you know crazy stuff at the same time but if one tells and it's not it's not funny anymore just being a little bitch he's tattling on you Jack that's your boy total f of the week <laughs> and I don't need friend maybe if you would have responded to me I wouldn't have told on you see, you I know that's how he is though. You heard I, my I feelings when you don't respond. Things. Yeah, he's a big tattletale. <laughs> he is a tattletale. He is a big tattletale. How happy is Jack now that the Good Brothers got their danglies back? Fuck those. Fuck. <laughs> Nikhil Callahan. Oh my lord! I said I can't go all night. We'll run through them. I really don't want to answer like what's my favorite relic match. I don't want to. <laughs> Jack, your favorite memories of the food court in Kingston Mall. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, he's asking you your favorite memories of a food court. When I was a teenager, the Kingston Mall was the coolest mall to hang out at. And I just found out the other day that the whole, well, first of all, the mall's been dead for a while, but I just found out that they, they closed the whole food court at the Kingston Mall because no one goes there anymore. Now, why is this a question relevant? I mean, is there a fucking documentary like that, that, that crazy park in New Jersey or something? No. Like, why is this relevant? Did they shoot a movie there? No, it's just it was uh, you know used to be a, a, a cool hangout for when I was in my teens and twenties. So somebody halfway across the fucking world's asking you about your your hangout at, I, I the think, food court I think, I think at the I, mall. Yeah, you don't think that's that's uh, yeah, I mean I'm a big time celebrity. People are interested. Could I have interest favorite memories and matches with Ted DiBiase Jr.? <laughs> Could I? Then he used to come out with Maurice. Didn't he do that? I think. And then I kind of liked his song that he had. I thought it was a good compliment to his father's song. I never thought it would overtake his father's song, but. It's been construed on the show. The that that's my feeling. I think you at the time you're saying it was the greatest theme song in the history of wrestling. And you were saying it's like something you could listen to on the radio. Jam out to. Priceless. Priceless. I'm gonna go back. I remember you were like, you were like throwing babies in the air. Well, just have your little stooge go back. A little snitchy. 
Have a little snitch go back and look it up for you. He probably knows <laughs> off his Rolodex on top of his head. He also wants to know that you. Non-replying son of a bitch. Your favorite memory of Manu. When he came out and said, I'm Manu. I like that part. And your favorite match of Sim Snooker. <laughs> that's uh that's the dude from uh from what's the, from the, they were like the, the, the greaser guys from the yeah. 50s. The hell was there that was, they weren't called the greasers though. <laughs> no, they weren't called that would be awesome if they were just the greasers. What was what their were they called? Deuce and Domino. They Deuce didn't have a tag Domino. name, they were just called Deuce and Domino. And then Cherry was their uh, yeah, she died, didn't she? Did she? I think oh, so. I could be that's wrong. a shame. Damn. I remember Buck was a big fan of the group. Honestly, I always liked that they uh, they said that they were from the other side of the tracks. I always thought that was yeah, funny. I thought. thought it was fucking shit. You loved it. You loved it the most. <laughs> Thoughts on carrying cross, lose not losing an NXT, but losing to Jeff Hardy on Raw. So he was undefeated. This just terrible. This is just mind-bogglingly bad booking. I I, I maintain. I think Jeff probably shoot pinned him. Not a fucking job in the night, man. It looks like every N N a TNT holder will have their own customized belt. I think it's a great idea. How about you? I'm fine with it. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, Yurish Tosh, he's saying my local Pennsylvania mall also closed the food court in the last few years. Malls are dying. Yeah. I will say I've been in malls recently and they are pretty dead, a lot of them. My Cape, the Cape Cod Mall is, is jamming, but for some reason, people come from all over the state, all over New England to go there. I'm not sure why. I mean, it's got the same mm -hmm. things you find anywhere, but for some reason, it's always packed. But every other mall, I, I, uh, there's one I forget, Swansea Mall used to be really big. It's completely closed. Jonathan Jackson says, Cherry is still alive. Yeah. Thank goodness. Oh, it's good. She's just retired. All right, dead to me. Jeez, Jack. So hate. Uh, thoughts on AEW selling out the New York show very quickly? That's pretty them. awesome. I um, I'm happy. I mean, it's a it's a product that I enjoy, and I can get behind it. So I'm glad when they do well. Exactly. Why does Chris Jericho get so much abuse online, yet when he was in WWE, no one said anything to him? I think, honestly, a lot of it's the Cornette stuff, and then people... There's a lot of what I call the Cornette puppets who will just, no matter what he says, will just repeat it. Yeah. Verbatim, they'll use the same exact catchphrase and stuff. He wields a lot of power on the internet, but he doesn't even know how to use a fucking Ruku. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news from Lexar, who needs a man up, but it is his birthday today. Mm -hmm. Daniel Bryan is no longer in talks with WWE. Looks like he may be going to AEW. Yeah, oh, from that. Um, I think it'd be great if he did go to AEW. Because... I agree. It'd be dream match, dream match, lots of dream matches. Mm -hmm. That's like, good lord. I mean, what else could he do in WWE? They're just going to keep him mid card status. They're not going to yeah. let him be anything. Unless he does something where, like, they, they're forced. Every time he's gotten the big push, it's like when they're forced to. Yeah. The Dark Order are now in the hottest feud in AEW against the Elite. What's your thoughts on this and the elimination match coming up? 
I, I really wouldn't call it the hottest. I really like Adam Page. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't really fit with the Dark Order. Yeah, I don't like the the pairing. I also think the Dark Order needs like a legit. I think the Dark Order, their new leader, could be uh, Black. What's his name? Um, Messias Black, or what's his name? I can't think. Malachi. But yeah, he could Malachi be, Black. I would just have Uno do it. I don't know how I feel about him being the that, comedy group. I don't know. Or bring back Judas Messias. And have Don West scream Judas Messias over and over and over. Andrade is looking for the death triangle. Is it to feud with them or become another a new stable? I assume to feud with them. I don't know. Can they get the translator guy to just speak for him? I mean, I respect that the man's trying to learn English, but if you got to have like, subtitles on his promos, I mean... I think it would be cool to have the translator anyway. He can just stand Yeah, there. I think he does a pretty good job for uh, Pinta El Zero. Yeah. Yeah. I like Vicky, but I don't think it's a good pairing. I've give it a shot, but I don't think they really mesh well. Yeah. Thoughts on Finn Balor being back on SmackDown? Well, I didn't know that, but that's cool. Yeah, he did come out on SmackDown. And, uh, yes. Yeah. Harry Smith um was on a smackdown dark match are you happy to see him back yeah i saw that because i'm friends with him on facebook um i don't know if it's going to be anything besides a dark match or if it was just tryout or what but um when i seen him live he's he was great so i'd like to mm-hmm. see him go somewhere yeah be good for him to get another shot in wwe seems like a perfect fit i mean yeah he's got the lineage and everything he's a big mm-hmm. guy AW card at the moment predictions. Chris Jericho versus Sean Spears. Uh, obviously Jericho's gonna win, but yeah. that should be good. Kazarian versus Dark Gallows. Ah, Kazarian, I hope wins. I, I fucking hate Kazarian, that. really? Really, Jack? Kazarian. Yeah, I'm not a huge The I, Elite I Hunter? Like, I don't like the Elite Hunter gimmick, but is 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 Joey Janela anywhere on this card? Yeah, he's in the main event, but it's... (laughs) You lie. Lie. Orange Cassidy versus Blade. This will be good. I'm liking what they're doing with Blade. I'm glad they're giving him a shot, you know? Trying to break him out into something else. Did the other guy quit or something? Where's the other guy recently? I think he's hurt. He's hurt? Okay. I want Orange to win, but this will be good. Yeah. Moxley versus Archer in a death match. That'll be good too. Uh, I'm, I'm a Moxley fan, but uh, I like mm-hmm. both guys. Though. Kenny Omega will defend his TNA title against Kurt Hawkins at the next pay per view. Are you pumped? And who's winning? Nope. Uh, I I will hope Kenny Omega doesn't lose to Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> yeah, I would hope. I mean, he is the most professional professional wrestler. But... Jesus, I'm only three shows behind, and he's already feuding with Kurt Hawkins. Yeah, man. Um, if it's an option, should AEW sign Daniel Bryan? I yes, absolutely. If if they have a chance, that's to me that's a no brainer. Yeah, you got to have Daniel Bryan. I mean, and I think that's somebody who would you know really benefit the company. I think anyone who argues against that one's just not like. Being either being truthful or you're being like kind of silly, you know. I think you would be a huge star for him. 
Yeah, uh, I, I don't see any negative. Like, he's a huge star. He's going to have great matches with all the guys there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to bring attention. There's like, to me, there's just so many benefits if you would bring him in. To me, if, if you could get anybody, it'd be like him or Punk. Yeah. I don't think Punk's ever doing it. I don't think so either. But if like if you had the choice of anyone around, I think yeah. it'd probably be those two guys. Daniel Bryan seems like a no-brainer. So, are you excited for the return of Becky Lynch? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I I think it'll be good I mean, for the company. It's not. I like can't. It. I can't deny the fans are pumped up for it, but uh, it really does nothing for me. Like I'm not a very big fan. Yeah. I I don't really care either, but. But I, th- but to, for me to say it's not a big deal, it would be a lie. And I think it was good for her, honestly, to take this time off when there's no crowd, and you come back with the crowd, you're gonna get like this huge reaction. Her, her coming up was pretty compelling TV, but once she got there, uh, it just changed for me. She just got real cocky. I think the and benefit gonna... uh, there's yeah. more people for her to work with right now. Yeah, when she won the title, there, remember they put her in a feud with the, Lacey Evans and stuff. Yeah. But there's more people she could work with that are that are talented now. Mm-hmm. Uh, thoughts on the latest draft moves? I didn't even know there was a draft. Mandy Rose was drafted to NXT. That's a terrible fit. Like, you can move people to NXT, but you'd want to move people that are really just known as good workers. Mm-hmm. Mandy Rose is not a good fit for NXT. No. I'm surprised. I don't know how they missed the boat on Mandy Rose because she's like, she's really hot and she's actually talented. So I don't know how WWE didn't make a big star out of her. I mean, that Otis stuff was really good. So it's like you take Eva Marie and it's like you could have had Mandy Rose in that spot and she would have been oh, a yeah. lot better. And it's like, why'd they even bring back Eva Marie? I don't know. Alaya, who's Alaya? A A L I Y H. I don't even know who that is. Aaliyah? Yeah. I don't know who that is. Oh. That's um I think she's like with uh, uh Robert Stone's brand or whatever. I think that's the girl that's with him. That's the only way I know how to explain. It. Robert Stone. No, the 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 dude who was um Robbie E in Impact. So what well, isn't his name Robert Stone and uh NXT. Well, I didn't even know he was in WWE. I didn't know he was even there. Yeah, that's that's right. Formerly Robbie E. Uh, he's the Robert Stone brand or whatever. I think. Yeah. Well, she's on Raw. Okay. And Naomi went to SmackDown. Yeah, she's makes back sense. with her. Maybe Old they think man. they'll keep him. He'll keep him sober. <laughs> we gotta get somebody to keep this guy sober. It's possible. Thoughts on Aiden English and No Way Jose debuting for TNA? Wow, I, I didn't. I heard. I saw about No Way Jose. I don't really have one thought, one way or other, about him. But uh, Aiden English, I uh, I really like. They also got Morrissey, uh, W. Morrissey, oh. Big Cass. So. Oh really? Yeah, that's Big well, Cass. I see him do well. Never really a big fan of him personally, but. He's gotten into shape, and I like to I like to see a redemption story. Maybe see him, you know, do well. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on Jay White making an appearance at the last Impact pay per view? Yeah, that's pretty shocking. I think that's a pretty one of the last yeah big names not in WWE, not in uh, American 
wrestling TV. So I would have, I would have thought he would have went mm-hmm. to AEW or NXT. But well, it seems like he's probably was still with New Japan, but they have a working relationship with Impact. And um, for some reason, New Japan, I mean, they'll let them have a few people, but they don't seem to really want to be that chummy with them. Yeah, it seems like. Yeah, they started to do a little bit, but then they kind of stopped there for a bit. Like, I think there's there's something that we're not being told with that whole situation. They're they're mad about something. Favorite scenes in Goodfellas. I just love the whole movie. It's probably my favorite movie that are. Going I like to- when they're going around and explaining the whole, um, like how they cooked the meal in prison, and then yeah, it's good. Yeah, the ending and um, yeah, there's just a lot of great scenes in that movie. Favorite memories of Terminator Two, and I think I said it on the on the show before. Like whenever he's explaining, like uh, uh, Mira Savino's dad, what's his name, Paul Savino, mm-hmm. is that his name? Yeah. When he's like, he has his scene where he's talking to the uh, restaurant owner, and he's just like, he's like looking right through the guy, just like he doesn't matter. Like I, I loved his acting on that. So yeah, he's great. In it. Mm-hmm. Everyone's so good in that. Favorite memories of Terminator Two. Favorite memories of Terminator 2. I went to the drive-in to see Terminator 2. That was my first time I've seen it. And uh, it, was, it was a good movie to see at the drive-in. So. Didn't see the first part of it, so I had to wait till it come out on home video before I watched the full movie. But, like, the very first part of it, like, I think we tuned in when the, the kid was going to the mall and all that. John Connor was going to the mall with his buddy from Salute Your Shorts. Um, um, that show, Salute Your Shorts. I don't know. I mean, it was a good movie. Uh, what was your first music gig you went to? First music event? Um, Mine was a Barnesville County Fair, and it was to see Chubby Checker. And he played. I, my memory played the twist over and over. But now I that you say that, I think I did go to the regatta, the regatta, to see Chubby Checker. Really. I, th- I that's probably the earliest thing that I could remember, and I don't think I even seen the show. Like I don't, I think I heard him playing, but I don't, I don't think I seen it. But I do remember. Um, what's interesting at the Barnesville County Fair this year? <clears throat> they didn't have it last year, but it's back this year. <clears throat> the Box Masters are playing, and that, if people don't know, that is um, Billy Bob Thornton's band, which I thought was pretty wild that his band's going to be playing there. Jonathan, it's, just, it's not like a big deal. So. Jonathan Jackson, he wants me to do my Becky Lynch and uh, voice. Uh, so I can't remember how I did it. It was something like, "Oh, you want me? You want me to do? Is that you want Yoda? Me to come back or something? I forget how it goes. Sounds more like Yoda. Yeah. Mm. Skywalker. Yes. <laughs> you think he's getting sexually excited about that? Baby mm. Yoda. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. How did how did I do my Becky? Oh, I know I did it like real deep. I can't remember how I did it though. I have to go and, uh, tape of myself. Nikhil's final question is favorite Ted Danson movie. Creep show. Saving Private Ryan. Creep show out right up here on VHS. Oh yeah, he's in Saving Private Ryan. He is. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. one of the uh, 
He's his part isn't huge, but he's one of the uh, officers in charge, like of the kids. And I think he tells them about uh, Private Ryan, like he tells Tom Hanks about Private Ryan, and tells about privates. He's like, <laughs> he's like, who wants to see Ted Danson's <laughs> privates? Probably a lot of people back in the day. She's like, what, what, what? Ted Danson movies are there? Three Men a Baby. Um, jeez. Like, how obscure of a guy to be like, what's your favorite Ted Danson movie? Like, I don't think he'll, he acknowledges Creep Show. Yeah. Why wouldn't he, though? You know, I don't, I mean, it's a good movie. It's not like, honestly, even if you were in some shit movie, I mean, what the hell? Yeah. That's a good movie. Like, I know, like, Kevin Bacon, he wanted to talk about Friday the 13th, but he finally talked about it recently. And he's like, yeah, it's an all right. But. Kevin Bacon's been in some shit though before he was. Yeah, he does a lot of horror stuff lately, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Creep Show. I didn't think about Creep Show though. He is in that. Him and uh, Liam Neeson. Yeah, evil Liam Neeson. He isn't funny in that. Urius Tosh, do you think Naomi deserves a better man in her life and maybe Intra could slide on in there? I'm a May-A-A-Zen. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a I'm not saying this to be annoying, but I really think that's one of the worst theme songs ever. Bring it to the floor. Boom. That part's all right, but that beginning part when she goes, a may that's like so bad. Bring it to the floor. <laughs> you should start I'm about to do my slides. Oh, you ever drop that. ecstasy when that song plays? No. It'd probably be the song to do it on, though. You know, I've never done ecstasy. I just knocked over my jungle green Nintendo sixty four jack. Oh fuck! Yeah, I remember pissing on it when I was in your room. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to make this my nude beach. I did get nude in your bedroom. You You were looking the other way. Really? Yeah. I don't recall that. Yeah, I I waited till your head was turned. I dropped trowel, then I pulled them back up. I don't remember that. I know. You were facing the other way, is what I'm saying. Do you have hidden cameras in your room for security? What the hell's that? It's a joystick. Why is it so big? It's like a lot of my joystick's big, baby. (laughs) Seems like a lot of wasted space on it. Uh, It's actually like a console inside of a like. There's a little USB port. What is it? HDMI. You play Neo Geo games on it. Fuck the Neo Geo. Yeah, I know. You're upset because the prince of uh, Saudi Arabia owns a big stock in them now. I, I didn't know you were aware of that. but yeah, Fucking blood money game over there. <laughs> he just bought it recently, like a couple months ago. But <laughs> Is he going to start bringing back like Hubert and stuff like he wanted Yokozuna? <laughs> He's like, bring back the Hubert. Like, you don't own Hubert. <laughs> like, just make a fake one. <laughs> 
Is it true? Uh, your boy Al Ob wants to know: Is it true that Jack and Juju are developing a video game called River Titty Ransom? I don't think so. I think so. I think that's happening. River Titty Ransom. Will football ever come home for Dobbs and Nikhil? Over. Yeah. It's Maybe. over, Johnny. Laquan Vanderpool Higgins, are you emotionally erect for John Cena's return? Yep. Why does Vince McMahon hate black people? He's got Martin Luther King hanging in his office. That's because he thinks he's the modern day Martin Luther King. Yeah. Well, Thunder Rosa beat Britt Baker for the AEW women's strap. I don't think so. Nah. Buck, Mary, kill Earl Hebner, Charles Robinson, and Aubrey Edwards. I'll bang Aubrey Edwards, marry Charles Robinson, and kill Earl Hebner. Yeah, I think I have to agree with that. What dead wrestlers would you resurrect to job to Roman Reigns? I'd probably really turn her off when I call her Audrey. She'd be like, that's not my name. I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Boom! What dead wrestler would you resurrect to job to Roman Reigns? Yokozuna. Mm, probably um probably a, a, a gorgeous george oh damn bring out some old names so dave Meltzer tweeted best wishes to brian blair is undergoing major oh. surgery tomorrow al wants to know do you think this was iron chic related hopefully not that would uh, suck to break your back but especially break your back through sodomy mm-hmm what if they brought back Bruno to job to Roman Reigns? That would be a pretty big one. You think if when they perfect cult cloning or when they, you know, they perfect like, uh, they could probably do like, like motion capture and have like, they'd get wrestlers come back. They need to forget about all this cloning stuff and just, just start working on beaming people up. I mean, wouldn't that be a lot better? Like you want to go to WrestleMania, they just beam you down there, yeah, you know. I think teleportation is the is, is the jam. Yeah, that's what they need to work on. Forget about cloning. I mean, why would there be need to be two of me? I mean, just, what what if you had teleport. two of you and you could play yourself in pinball and stuff? That'd be like the never-ending pinball match. You could send your clone to answer all Nikhil's questions. <laughs> My clone would fucking hate me. <laughs> He'd be like, no, I'm not going. Oh, yes, you have to go. No. That's like it, a movie in itself. Me sending my clone to answer Nikhil's questions. Yeah. And ask the question, you know, is the clone a person? It'd probably just end up like a big... <clears throat> throw down you know who do you think would win in a fight you or your clone i don't know that would be a that'd be tough is it true that sal mcgee wants you guys to undergo anti-racist therapy hmm. i mean neither of us are racist mm -mm. i know al likes to project that i'm racist but he just he's just a weirdo Thoughts on 
Chaotic Wrestling New England announced that the women's championship will now be called Pan Optic Championship. The championship will be genderless and non-binary without exclusion. <laughs> Why wouldn't that just be when you just had that? If you were gonna do that, wouldn't that just be your championship? Why would you just one championship? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Because why would you have the men's championship and then this one? It doesn't make any sense. Will, will Jack watch Impact now that the Good Brothers are tag champs and No Way Jose is debuted as No Way? No. He's just No Way now? He can't even be No Way Jose? No. No Way. Couldn't they come up with another name? No Way Rose or something? Oh, yeah. Like No Way... Uh... No way, something. I don't know. No, no way. way. Romano doesn't rhyme. Is there any, there's no other no way, is there? Is is this really something you needed to keep anyway? Yeah, really. It's a shit gimmick to begin with. Like maybe he could have took this time to reinvent himself instead Cut of a gimmick. Yeah, that's a shit gimmick, bub. I mean, it's kind of why he had no shelf life because it's like you saw it a couple times. It's funny, then that's it. And then you're like, this is a ripoff of Adam Rose. Yeah, and that sucks. And that wasn't very good either. <laughs> no way, Jose. Right. That's it. Is that it? Vic, we made it. Just wish I'd love to see it. Thank goodness. So we wish uh, Lexar a happy birthday. We hope this is a year he can man up and get mm -hmm. back to in your head. Happy I know uh, Geraldine you wants you back. Mm -hmm. She volunteered to send uh, uh, nude pics of herself. She did. To me, if you come back. <laughs> well, how good is that to Lexar? <laughs> well, you'll just be happy knowing. I just made that up, actually. Yeah. We did the bear, so he owes us. So that's, <laughs> that's true. It's true. Go away, Jose. Maybe when Lex already come back, you can start, you can dance like no way is it. This is your time, Lexar. Reinvent yourself. Come back with a new gimmick. Mm -hmm. We've all seen your penis. No one cares. I haven't. I never looked at it. See, yeah, Vic hasn't either. You can't see penises. We could come back under a mask. Exactly. Then he a wouldn't be embarrassed. Yeah. That's true. You could use that, Do you think that would sell if you made like dick masks, like little luchador masks that you could put over your, your penis head? It would be funny if he came back with a mask and that huge CBS signs behind him. <laughs> like, Who is this mask man? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Uh he's got a t-shirt on and just yeah. What's OFC? Is that like OFC. KFC? Ontario uh, fried chicken? I don't know. But anyway, there's... thank you, Jonathan Jackson. You're a good man. Send in the pesos. The rest of you bitches gonna start paying up. Sending us the cash over. Oh, oh, send the cash. I can't think of it. I can't do it. I can't remember how I did it. 
fucking bitch. Big thanks to Jameson coming on oh, the show. Man. That was like four hours ago. Uh, I, uh, apology to anyone who tuned in for Jameson and, and watched the rest of the show. I think we were on fire tonight. I apologize. Yeah, I mean, we covered all the wrestling. Exactly. From wrestling, covered a lot of buttholes. What if I started introducing you as the butthole of in your head? I'll cover your butthole with my semen. (laughs) (laughs) I feel dirty after I just said that. I apologize. I shouldn't have done that. Is that a dream of yours? You're dreaming of killing people. That's what I'm dreaming of. You're like, I'm a murderer now, ain't you? Kind of cool. If you dreamt of having a sexual intercourse with me, would you feel ashamed? Yeah, I probably would, yeah. I wouldn't tell anybody that. <laughs> no. Okay. Nobody would. What? So now we don't know if you have it or not. See? I'm keeping it quiet. God damn, that means he has, Vic, because you wouldn't say that unless you do it. had this hat for a long time yeah kind of like the hat that the that bear wears the the one bear hairy gay guy no but that applies to um what's that bear that's in the in the 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 books the funny books the yogi the bear uh it's like a kid's book i can't oh yeah yogi the bear for adults no, not a uh, Yogi Bear's hat doesn't look like that, does it? I don't think he does. He wear a hat? I don't know. I think he has like a little hat, don't he? Pooh Bear? He doesn't wear a hat. No, it's not like a comedy. It's like one of those depressing kids' shows. Like where the, you know, like fucking, fucking, what's his name? Teddy, um, Teddy Rucks Pooh. Pooh Bear, that not he doesn't have a hat, but like you know how Pooh Bear is kind of like always like low key and depressing, kind of just like oh I want some honey, oh Christopher Robin, where's my honey? It's just like this ain't funny. Who likes this shit? <laughs> Yours pretty cool. <laughs> or or like the snowman. You remember the snowman? How depressing that shit. I love it. Like the snow, like the, the they'd always show the 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 car the the advertisement for it, and the snowman's flying, and the kids on the snowman. I'm not talking about the one. Frosty the snowman. No, not the one oh, the one where the where the kid's father dies and then he comes back as a snowman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's like that's Jack Frost, ain't it? Yeah. No, not that one. The the cartoon one. Frosty the snowman. No, that's the one that's seen. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Well, apparently you don't. But it's like one where he's like, it's animated and it's all like low key depressing stuff. And it's like, why they'd sell this to kids? I mean, it's it's like I think he's stuff that induces like Riddlin fits or something. Like they need some bad, Mister Frosty. I'll have to look it up. That was from the Clay Fighter. But Jonathan it's Jackson, like the, he had like a raincoat on in that hat. Jonathan Jackson says Paddington Bear. Paddington Bear, I think that's it. Jonathan Jackson, God bless you. I believe that's Jonathan it. Jackson. 
I gave such a great description of how to figure that one out too. So. I think I think you're losing your mind, or so you probably just need sleep. It's possible. So, what's your favorite memory of Paddington Bear? I barely remember it, but I remember reading the stories and stuff, and they depressed me. What's your favorite? What's your fondest memory of Curious George? I liked that his owner always had the yellow suit on. What's your favorite memory of Elroy Jetson? Elroy Jetson? Judy Jetson, come on. What the hell? <laughs> I it's don't know. Dog. The dog? What's your favorite episode of She's the Sheriff? <laughs> I, 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 see now i don't even recall anything about she's the sheriff only but you bringing it up to me these are my nick these are my i'm trying to become nikhil here I'm trying to channel my inner nikhil oh i see all right well we'll get out of here folks next time you want to do that let me send my clone in so what if you had your clone and i just had my way with it <laughs> well, at least it's not me. <laughs> yeah, but it is, in a way. Uh, see, I mean, you just wanted to drag me into one of those uh, uh, what if bathrooms you thought, that you, you thought about. you gave your your clone up to me, and then you found out it was really you, and you are the clone. Well, that's a big error, ain't it? Boom, boom. Daddy, do you let your real self? Oh, good lord, I gotta go. <laughs> I don't have time to answer this crap. Maybe that's why they said thought provoking question because then the clone is a real person. Goodbye, everybody. I'm saying goodbye. Clones are real people, too. All right, <laughs> good night. Happy uh, Happy birthday, Alexa! You're a good man. Man up! Hey, listen, this is Paul Roma, and you're listening to In Your Head.